Hello and welcome to episode 116 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raised the bar in order to own all things FPL related. We are less than a week away from the FPL deadline folks. FPL game week one is within our grasp and the sense of anticipation is palpable in the studio tonight. We have got a pretty solid looking show lined up if I do say so myself. We're going to be looking at... All the game week one fixtures, but kind of giving our final thoughts on, uh, you know, the beginning of the, the season and uh, using the game week one fixtures to, to structure that. We're also going to be giving our current drafts and we'll leave that towards the end of the show so you can see where our tarts, thoughts are right now and, and what we're thinking. But I can't do all of that alone. Here to help me out this evening, my podcast partners in crime, the Viking Dipper himself. Paddy, how are you getting on? It's good to be back, and I'm great, thanks. Good to have back, Paddy. And you're not alone, you're alongside Hangover OG Seamus. How are you doing, my friend? Feeling fine. How are you, Jerry? Not too bad, not too bad. I'm looking forward to getting this show on the road. we got a load of shit to talk about, but before we do, how have you guys been enjoying the summer? Paddy, I'll throw it to you first. <laughs> Thank you. It's our first time the three of us on the show here, so it's like you know, who goes first? But I, I've been been great. It's been great. It's it's flying in. But uh, I'm 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 glad to be back now and uh, having a wee look at the fancy football. Now that we've got you cornered in your brand new studio, which looks fantastic, by the way. Um, where the fuck were you last week? There you go. I uh, just had a, the uh, small thing of a, a wedding anniversary that I had to attend to. Uh, I tried to cancel yeah. it, but come on. Come on, man. We expect a bit more commitment. You're full-time this season. Yeah, I was, try- I was trying, but, you know, she wouldn't fucking have right, none of that. Right. Well, we need no. to, you'll need to have a chat with her, I think, and uh, just just let her know where your Ooh. priorities like. Seamus, how has your summer been? I know we caught up last week, but uh, in general, are you looking forward to the, the FPL season kicking off? I am, yeah. I um, enjoyed the Euros. I'm enjoying the break from FPL in general. didn't play the Euros game. Enjoying the bit of Olympics that I got to see. And uh, yeah, look, now I'm refreshed and I think I'm better positioned this year to enjoy this season than I was last season because last season we got hardly any of a break, did we? We got like four weeks Fuck in total or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Um, haven't done a whole lot because of COVID and stuff like that. So we're being still being very careful. We haven't really traveled or done anything yet. So getting a bit house crazy in the house so cabin fever i guess is the is the term i'm looking for here so try to be out in the garden doing a load of gardening that's that's been my my go-to kind of leisure of choice almost you're supposed to, to pretend that you've been doing nothing but uh you know analytical research uh for fpl and that you were coming back like this the stats man that was going to be your thing stats stats man seamus that's man Missing every second week, <laughs> stats man. You've done two. You've got two weeks in a row. I'm already. We're off on a good start. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, but before we continue, uh, big welcome to any new listeners out there. I'm like, it's the start of the season, so the chance of there being a few new listeners is probably at its highest. So I'll take this time, you know, this time to, you know, just uh, basically lay out the show. We're here every week, usually released on a Tuesday, recorded on a Monday. We do a game week one preview, kind of a, or game week uh, review, should I say, kind of a preview towards the next week because it's usually just a one show, but. This year, um, we're looking at maybe throwing in a couple of live streams on top of the regular pod. Um, last year we did, you know, it was regular pod, a couple, you know, a live stream as a special occasion, maybe once a month, maybe every six weeks. But this year, I think we might try and make it like a weekly or bi-weekly thing because it's a bit of crack and it doesn't take away from the show that way. But either way, um, we'll have the two lads, James and Paddy, there floating around. There's a couple of others that we're looking to to get onto the hangover crew, you know, kind of, you know, a bit more regularly, regularly, is that, that's right, um, but that's enough about us, uh, you'll kind of get the gist of it from the rest of the show, and if you are new, make sure to, you know, like and subscribe and all the, the usual bullshit you've been hearing from every other single podcast, um, first up is our game week one kind of preview, we're going to be looking at some of the, you know, the, the fixtures that have caught our eye and our thoughts on the teams that we're going to be kind of going into, Patty, you're... You're after making me thirsty there with no sup of Guinness. Is that what you're on, Stephen? I'm on the Guinness. Classic. And I'm about to pour another. You there we go. Sip a sip a beer for the working Se- man. Se- Seamus, what are you drinking, Stephen? Uh, I've finished my beer now. I was on a beer of Moretti, mm-hmm. uh, Italian beer, and now I'm on Agua. Agua. I'm afraid. Yeah, I finished all my what, beers. What, so what, what's that beer of Moretti like? Nice. Uh, yeah. Is it a craft? No, no. It's just uh, Italian beer. Pop. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know Moretti. Ah, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's trying to put you down, Seamus. If it's not craft beer, it's it doesn't make the show. That's what he's saying. I, is that, I, that is not what I'm trying to do. You see, he's trying to fucking force a wedge between us already, it's Seamus. Called, it's that's a power play. Game. That's how this is going to work for this season, Petty. Yeah, that's what it was. See, I think I. I'm going to say something controversial here. I think I've come to the realization that I'm just not that into craft beer. I think I've tried enough craft beers now that I just not that into them. Jesus yeah. Christ. I think I'd rather that, just, that was I think I just like controversial. A, I think I just like a lager. I think I just like a Heineken or a fucking fuck, like a Carlsberg or something like that. I think I prefer that now to some 5%. Whatever chemistry we were going to have, it's, it's gone. fucking out the window. Right out the window. But it is a perfect <laughs> segue gone. into today's episode sponsors. It's Black's Brewery down in County Cork, I believe. It is County Cork. This is a tropical IPA. No, I'm just taking a piss. I'm drinking uh, a craft beer tonight, Seamus, just because I didn't think anyone was going to ask me. So I wanted to wedge it in there before we moved on. And you know what? I'm happy that you have you feel comfortable enough to be you know that level of honest in this show. You know, like I don't care about craft beer. I'm a Heineken man or a Carlsberg man. I'll always associate yeah. you with a with a Carlsberg. Heineken. Every pleb drinks that. You know. Yeah, I'm more. I'm definitely more Carlsberg than Heineken. But yeah, it's. I think if we were in America, I think I'd probably be just a Bud Light drinker, or a Coors Light drinker, or something like that. He couldn't even fucking say regular Budweiser. Like Bud he Light. went like yeah. Bud Light, Bud Light. No, but, but that's what but, I mean. We don't. No yeah. one drinks Bud Light over here. But I, that's what I'm thinking. If we were if we were in North Carolina, if this was being recorded in North Carolina, I'd be the guy there. <laughs> <laughs> picking up some beers, I'd just be drinking Bud Light. Yeah. I don't know why you picked North Carolina, but you did. 
I love it though. But you know, as you see when I'm out and I, there's like I'm in a pub that has no craft beers or anything, and I'm just having a few pints. I I do enjoy a, a Coors Light. Yeah. So let's just oh, well, let's get all our dirty secrets out of out of the that. way today. Is it Nothing wrong with that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's swift. Bring yeah, us back. I'm going to swiftly move out of this uh, craft beer talk because we are in. Out over our head right now. We're out of depth and uh, bring us back to land we know all too well. Fantasy Premier League. And it all kicks off Friday the 13th of August with Brentford oh, versus Arsenal. So uh, as we said at the top of the show, we're going to wait until the end to reveal our teams. But we are going to have a chat about them and what players we're interested in via the, via the fixtures. Brentford versus Arsenal. There's one player that stands out and he, I wouldn't say he's been a controversial pick. But he's very highly owned, and there's definitely uh, a conversation to be had about him. That's Mr. Tony himself, uh, Brentford's you know star striker. He's up front. Have either of ye considered him, or what are your thoughts on him? Seamus, I'll throw it to you. Definitely considered him because he's getting a lot of hype on FPL Twitter. And um, I was like, all right, yeah, you always think there's going to be one striker each season that's going to make... Uh, the leap from one of the three promoted teams that's going to be good enough. You know, I think what last week season we had Bamford, he was able to live up to the standard. Season before, Puki was banging goals, maybe not consistent throughout the whole season because Norwich weren't good enough and it tailed off. But that first half of the season, he was banging them in. So, yeah, the question is, is this replicable across the new teams? So, yeah, Brentford were the, the team that scored the most goals in the championship last season. And he was their top scorer. I think he's like, what did he have? 28 goals? Oh, I don't have right. the number. But 28 in my massive. head. Yeah, it was May not be 28. Don't quote me on that. Even though I'm the stats man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he would be the guy you'd go for out of all these teams. I have a general kind of rule when it comes to promoter teams not to kind of kind of go for any of their players until it all kind of settles down and emerges. Unless there's like, as I said, we a known 4.0 player like we all had Lundstrom that time when Sheffield yeah. United came up because we're like, well, he's going to start. He's 4.0, his value, get him in the team. But generally, unless it's a keeper or a 4.0 defender, I steer clear until a pattern emerges about how they've adapted yeah. to the league. Uh, this is the one player that would make me think about doing it. I've leaned away from him because, you know, while you know their second game against Crystal Palace is pretty good and on paper, you know, the Brighton game at home is a green fixture in the ticker. Like Aston Villa away and Arsenal at home, two of the first three aren't really great fixtures. So, yeah, I'm just going to kind of wait. And if he bangs against Arsenal, maybe he'll be in for Crystal Palace. So I, I've set my team up that, you know, he's 6.5. I can come down from a 7.5 striker to him if, if I need yeah. to. But I'll wait and yeah, see. Yeah, no, no. How about you, Paddy? Or, no, sorry, introduce you. I was, I'm just, we're still trying to work out the, the three man dynamic here. I'm more than happy for you to swing it over to Paddy. It saves me having to be on edge. It's like, when's he going to stop talking? Uh, <laughs> this this kind of is like where fucking Eminem drops the mic and uh, tells the guy, you know, here, tell these people something you don't know about me. What the fuck am I supposed to say after, after Statman Dave there fucking, you know, killed it? But. Of course, yeah, Tony. Like everybody listening, he was in one of my drafts. Sure, what was he like? Don't quote me either, but Mister Fucking Forty Plus with goal involvement between assists and, and all that shit. Yeah, he was in my draft, and then I just looked at the fixtures and he was playing. Is it Arsenal yeah. first? Yeah. I thought, like, well, what, what the fuck? I'm not gonna take him in my team for the first week, you know. So he's not in my game week one team. If that's what we're talking about, um, I've got so I've got 
players in there that I can that like like you said there, Seamus. You know, if he does something, you know, if he gives me a hard on versus Arsenal, I'll bring him in for Palace. Yeah. You know, but he's not That's in my team. he's not in my team now. Like I think the excitement, the the buzz for me and Tony is over for now. No, I think that's nailed. There was a lot there of buzz. There was a crazy amount of buzz, Seamus, no. Oh, Jesus. See, I nearly fucking, nearly bought a bread for a top. <laughs> you know, I was fucking, I nearly, I nearly, um, do you know yeah, what I mean? Well, I mean, the top you're wearing tonight's not too far away from it. Didn't but, he miss, didn't he miss like the last preseason game as well? He did. He did not start in the last one. Uh, I Maybe I'm wrong and maybe by the time this goes out, there's been one since but I definitely saw him rested and I was like, ah, no, so there was, since we last recorded, which was only last week and, you know, we were, we were kind of harping on about, oh, you know, so much can change, blah, blah, blah. We weren't fucking wrong in the sense that, um, you know, DCL, bit of a, bit of an injury doubt right now. Tony didn't start. Watkins went off. Do you know, there was a load of players that, you know, people had said were locked in their team all of a sudden, not, uh, you know, not not assured for a start in game week one. And I think Tony was the same. But I think the whole question mark is, and you kind of said it yourself, Seamus, where do, you know, what do you feel about bringing in a, a new, an unknown into your team for game week one? And there is there is a lot to be said for, you know, taking the chance, especially when you look at like Bamford from last year, even maybe if you look at kind of Pookie's start from the season beforehand, even though that didn't take long to fizzle out. But I'm with you. I'm with both of you in the sense that uh, I'm not um, looking too hard. He's a he's at a price point where, as you said, James, it's very easy to go down to. And if you have the likes of an Antonio or a Wilson or like even a DCL, if you still have him in the team, Ings, all that kind of stuff, it is a lot easier to jump down to a six point five than it could be to get up to like maybe a different striker so that's the approach i'm going with but we're going to try and get through the matches fairly quickly before we move on from arsenal brentford i do feel like while tony is the you know the the main talking point is there any other assets in that fixture you're looking at i know that ben white has recently moved to arsenal he's a pretty solid option in the arsenal defense but yeah is there any other players you're looking at um patty yeah, well, you, you can't answer that question. Ben White. Yeah. Like, that's, that's you know, like, what is he, 4.5? Yeah, 4.5. Yeah, 4.5, and he's he's starting in that team, isn't he? Yeah, I think he will. I mean, what did he yeah. spend? They got to 50 million on him? Yeah, there, yeah. So, I guess for now, it's uh, he's the only player that interests me with Arsenal. Like, Is he in your current squad? I know we're getting into spoiler territory, all right, but so, I don't want to know. Okay, I, do, I yeah. just want to know if he's in it. He's in it, yes. All right, there we go. I was wondering. Your eyes lit up when I mentioned his name, Petty. Yeah. What about you, Seamus? Have you any interest in Arsenal assets? I mean, the fixtures are kind of, uh, kind of dodged, especially for the first. You know, the first one's grand. What Brentford? Bit of an unknown, but Chelsea City after that. Um, are you? I like the fixtures, apart from two and three. Uh, Chelsea and City at home. Chelsea at home, City away. They're probably the two toughest fixtures you probably have up there with Liverpool and stuff this season. So, yeah, I mean, it's for that reason. I think Leno at 5.0 could be good value this season uh, as a set for get keeper, to be honest. But I don't really want to start off with him because of that game week two and three fixtures. But uh, yeah, White looks good. Uh, if Bellerin is sold, you know, then Chambers could be good if he's playing the right wing back or right back role. Um, there's a lot of good player, interesting players. They're not priced very expensive. Saka 6.5, Smithrow 5.5 yeah. and Pepe. Even Pepe at 7.5 is someone that really interests me if he looks good in the first couple of games. When game week four comes around, they are fixture swing. 
really positive home game against Norwich. I could see myself bringing in Pepe for that game. Maybe Smith Rowe, maybe Saka comes in at that stage. Let's see how it shakes out. But the forwards, no, nah, Aubameyang, 10 million. He showed last season what, you know, he's not really up for it. So, did Willock sign for Newcastle? I think that still is, in the game with him. Yeah, I think that's, um, I, I didn't see any confirmation, but the buzz is that that's pretty much done from what I'm seeing. But uh, that would be an interesting yeah. option. But the, those are the only Arsenal players that interest me. But for now, the one most likely to make my game with one team would be White, Ben White, because, you know, I can find a player who can have good fixtures game with two or three and throw them in instead and just bench White uh, for yep, those two. Uh, I'd be, I can't, yeah, no, everything you said there is, is it's kind of exactly where I'm leaning myself. Um, I think... Yeah, uh, there. Are, it's pretty much a wait and see um, for me. I do kind of want to get some action on the Friday night, though. I won't lie. Like, are you, is is that in your thoughts at all? I mean, I want it's the it's the kickoff of the season, and I want a bit of, you know, I want someone to root yeah. for on Friday night. I hear you. I hear you, and I want to know, and the people want to know, is Ben White in your team, Seamus? He oh, is. he is. He's in my team, as it stands. Yeah, you're oh. the he was Hollywooden. I was going to save it. Going to save it for the team review. No, but if you no, want to no, know, no, right? no, he exposed yeah. me. So you had you you you're getting fucking exposed no, to. He was Hollywood. He That's was Hollywood. I'm oh. open book. Yeah, interesting with the uh, the Leno goalkeeper uh, shout though. I like that. Yeah. But are you not are you not all over that Sanchez hype? He's not. Leno isn't in his team. Don't mind Seamus. It's a it's it's a good point. But there's not. Uh, a, you're not going to turn around and show us Leno there, Seamus, are you? No, no, I no, but I'm just pointing out that I think you know he could he could be someone to get in your team. Plus, I said the likes of uh, against the likes of Man City and Chelsea, you know, could be making a lot of saves. I just expect them to score and beat Arsenal. So, but I think didn't they have like something like the third joint third best defense in the Premier League last Arsenal. season? Oof. Yeah, yeah. This year, I mean, the players are five point zero, four point five, and like they actually. You know they yeah they they lost a lot of stupid games and stuff like that but they actually did quite well since from Christmas and I think you know defensively they're probably underpriced that's the point I'm trying to make yeah no that's a good point Seamus stat man yeah no no I'm 100 percent with him it is a good point and I think yeah. we're all going to be looking at uh, Arsenal assets kind of at some stage this season you mentioned a bunch of them there Seamus like 5.5 for Smith Rowe depending on any business that Arsenal like have yet to conclude in the transfer window he could be you know, a fantastic option if he's playing in the number 10, uh, you know, at a 5.5. Like, that's crazy good price. You can imagine in game week four a scenario where you're trying to find an extra yeah. 2 million by downgrading your third or, you know, downgrading your, like, fourth uh, midfielder, you know, from the 7.5 player, like from Greenwood down to Smith to make up 2 million, which will allow you to go from... I don't know, Havertz up the sun or something like that. Now, now, now I finally got him. You need, you're going to find two million to need to find two million to get in. Or Lukaku, if Lukaku joins the league for Chelsea, we're all going to want him if yeah. he comes. You know, so they're yeah. not going to be cheap. So you need, if you need to find it, then if you're saying, oh, Smith Rowe started the first three games and he's looked good, even though he may not have any assists yet or whatever, fixtures are turning. That's a, you know, that could, he could be this season's suit check. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, I like it too. I mean, I've. Anyway, we're talking about Arsenal yeah, way too are, much. I am interested in maybe Tony for that Friday night game out of anyone, just purely to have some involvement, but I'm trying not to let that sway me. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, a part of me says, don't be stupid, and then the other part of me says, yeah, but have fun. You know, and I'm like, eh, but having a good rank is, is, is <laughs> You're more You're enjoying fun, them both. You know? mm. um, but yeah. 
Uh, I got it. You're right. We have spoken too much about Brentford and Arsenal, but uh, I do think you know being the kickoff game, it's going to have a bit of involvement, whether or not uh, you know it makes sense. But the next game, Saturday, half twelve. It's the big one. Um, we're all United fans here. Uh, there we go. We're all United fans. I can't wait for this. Yeah. Game. Oh fuck yeah! I can't wait. Half twelve yeah. Saturday. Oh, football's what a, back. What a better excuse than uh, you know Man United's first game of the season than to start drinking at eleven o'clock in the morning. You know? <laughs> oh wow! Can't wait! Can't wait! Couple of white Russians for breakfast, but uh, oh, that's yeah. gonna have massive FPL involvement in the sense of like Fernandez Huge. is the big question. We're obviously gonna have to have a chat about it. Bruno, Bruno, yes, whatever fucking clever little phrase you want to put on it. Um, it's 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 a question that's being had around the place. I do I do think that it's more. At least in my opinion, the people that are going without Bruno are kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit. Um, I don't see any genuine arguments. And I've yet to see a team without Fernandez, you know, that's blowing my mind. You know, I kind of went, oh, look, this is where the money's been reinvested. This is the difference you can make. I uh, I haven't really seen a whole lot of that. Um, maybe that's my own ignorance. But I'd imagine, and again, I suppose we're giving spoilers out for the end of the show, but I guess it means we don't have to spend as long with our drafts. All three of us, Fernandez in the team. Yes, Fernandez. Really? Yes. Yeah, we got a shot. We got a yes. Here we go. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, so we're all with. We're all biased towards the Bruno Bruno <laughs> there you go so uh, I don't think we need to discuss it much more than that we know what he's capable of we know what he did last year um, and yeah I think like top point scorer that shouldn't be that much of a question fucking melt if you don't have Bruno in yeah, your team especially if you're a United fan like you don't want to be watching United's first yeah. game of the season and not having Fernandez in your team you're like fuck that ah, but Jerry, he's not even like the most owned Man United player in the the game so far this season. He isn't, and that's a good point, Seamus, because I'm, guess, I'm guessing Brian you're segueing Seamus. into the most owned Man United player in the game and one of the highest owned FBL assets about, Mr. Luke Shaw. And the world. Yeah, Luke Shaw. Mr. Luke Shaw. I mean, look, he's had a, he had a great Euros. Uh, scored a goal in the European Championship final. Had a great second half of last season. Um, what did he end up with? I'm just going to just check his stats here. I think it's like two goals. One goal, five assists last year. Still not amazing. He's only got two goals in his you know, Premier League career so far. People are kind of throwing that in his face. Going, oh, he's got two goals and I'm going to count it up here. 16 assists in however many seasons. That's rubbish. It just get someone else. But it's the form. Like what I try and do each season is take the second half of last season's form because that usually carries over the following season. Look at Bruno when he joined... Uh, you know, in, in January um, of the previous, not last season, the season before. And he carried that over to the start of last season where he was, you know, banging in points. So yeah. with, good, with good form and players who've shown that they can do it, I think they're going to continue it. Players in bad form, like you could argue Bruno had bad form last season. I think that was bad form due to like tiredness and just other players bad in the form team towards the end stepping of up season. as well. Yeah. Towards the end of last season. He just, I mean, bad form in the terms of yeah, overall play and he just looked knackered. Wasn't he terrible, just looked great. Seamus, Seamus, Luke Shaw believes he's Luke Shaw. He's the best left back in the world right now. Paddy, <laughs> but last season his attacking stats and on chances created like were like the best in Europe. 
you know, from uh, for any defender for like several months there. So he was just creating chances uh, that weren't being put away. And I think with Cavani there, like this is a player who is in my, several of my drafts. He's not currently my team right now, Cavani. But I was really interested. If I could, if I could get assurances that Cavani was fit to start game week one, I think I'd have him on my team. Yeah. Bit, love that. Love that. Risk. But look, Shaw. Yeah. He he but, believes. He's, he's the yeah. chosen one. I mean, but like it's crazy that he's like fifty-two point eight percent owned so far in the game. When at the same price, Maguire and Wan Bissaka are like twelve percent and eleven percent owned. I think it's mad. Yeah. Part of me would kind of think maybe I'll just go for one Bissaka, but now it's almost like we're almost forced into it. Like, do I want to not yeah. have that five point five United defender if you know every second player has him? We'll have yeah. Luke Shaw. We'll have Luke Shaw and May in our teams. Yeah, maybe Shaw. Luke Shaw will get an assist and they'll win one nil or two nil, and he'll be on max bonus, he'll be on twelve points, and I'll be there with my six points for one Bissaka going. Why didn't I just get Beck and Luke Shaw in? But yeah, who knows? Maguire scored in preseason, um, so he's always good for a header. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait till Varane scores a goal in the opening game. Yeah, has he even been priced <laughs> up yet? <laughs> he won't. He won't be. He won't be there for the opening game. Yeah, as well, no, so I know. Got to take into account. But Leeds isn't the game. I'm of their their opening few games. That the Leeds game is not the game I'm expecting to get a clean sheet in. Southampton and Wolves away, Newcastle at home. Those three, I could see three clean sheets potentially. <laughs> now, obviously not necessarily, but Southampton selling Danny Ings. But like where their goal's going to come from? Wolves. Obafemi, of course. I, we don't know the extent. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe my bench player is going to start banging in goals. But Twice. I mean, I'm. Yeah, Obafemi, that that third striker, I'm assuming is just going to do what Brian Brewster did last season, which is one point each week. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd take it. I had my own. Uh, what would you say, Petty? Will you fucking stop playing with the microphone? You're over there, and you're just. You're just... <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just. I know it's your, it's um, a new studio. But, you don't. It's all new toys you know, to you right now. Yeah, it's all new. I'm all just there looking around. I made my own house. But you know what? The way we're all like giving Shaw all this fucking mad love, and, and rightly so. Like, is anyone thinking about Sancho? I've seen Sancho on a few teams. Before we move over to Leeds, no, that's... you know, I just want to bring back oh, United Leeds. Yeah, no, it's a good question. There's other United assets there, like Sancho. We haven't mentioned Greenwood. You know, obviously Rashford is out injured, so we're not going to mention Actually, him. Actually, mention um, you just mentioned Greenwood. I think even though we weren't doing a drunk tank this evening, we did actually get a question on Greenwood. Um, one of the, one of our, one of the people on the Twitter sphere basically got onto us and they asked us. It was nuclear, of course. Uh, nuclear Adams at Particle Impact. He said, if questions are taken, can Greenwood cover Bruno since he is a playing since he is playing as a striker? So Grant can Greenwood cover Bruno? I mean, straight up for me, no beating around the bush, not at all. But uh, what about uh, Paddy? Do you think that's an option? No, because I, I like come here. I just want players that are guaranteed ninety yeah. minutes, and I just don't think Greenwood's getting guaranteed ninety minutes. He's going to be sharing time probably with Cavani and probably Martial, Sancho. Still so there. you know. Ah, fuck it, there you go. Forgot about that wanker. But, you know, like, nah, straight up no. Uh, no, it's a no for me too, yeah. I, I Like, Fernandez is going to end up with 200-plus points this season. Now, whether it's he gets 300 points because he's a great season or 250 points because he's a great season, or he just scrapes 200 points, he'll get 200 points this year, I'm, I'm sure of it. So, like... Green was not going to get that. I mean, Green could end up with like 150 if he's a great he's, season. He's five million. No, it's not going to happen. So, I mean, we wouldn't be judging him on that that bar. I don't think. 
Yeah, but he was. But his question was, can he yeah. cover Fernandez? Like, if if you're looking for coverage with that, no, you're going to have to cover with Greenwood and Cavani or something like that. You know, you're going looking at getting multiple players in there. Uh, could Sancho cover him potentially if Sancho plays? You know, as good as we hope he yeah. does. But um, yeah, that's a wait and see. As I said, new players to the league. I'm, I'm happy to wait a while, and I don't think Sancho is going to be ready for game week one. Lingard is got coronavirus this week, didn't he? So he's not going to make game week one. So you're looking at probably Cavani's only returned to training this week as well. Um, so And he didn't play in the friendly the other day. So you're probably looking at Martial starting up front, Greenwood on the right, Pogba maybe on the left, or Matt. I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm trying to figure out what the team is. I think James uh, will, will play game yeah, week one. Yeah, so... But I think Greenwood will start the first couple of games and then we'll see because I think Cavani will be their number yeah. nine. He will be starting. You yeah. know, and I'd love to have him. If I if I heard he was ready and going to start game week one, I'd have him because I think he's I said it last week, I think he's gonna have two, three goals in the first yeah. two or three games. So um I assume we all have Fernandez in our team. We already said we did. What about Shaw? How many of us here have we starting with Shaw this this uh, have we got a hand up from Paddy? Seamus? Yeah. Yeah, hand yeah. up here. But not not nailed. Like, like if I need I'll to, I'll be honest with you. It was the, if it I was want Dina's, to try and... um, it was the match during the week. I just went Dini at the show. I didn't have show until um, this week, and then I saw him past the fifty percent ownership mark, and I went, "Why am I starting with an Everton defender when I can start with a United defender?" You know. Yeah. Did the, yeah. the ownership sway? Um, it did a little bit in the sense that it it wouldn't have taken much anyway. I was very much on the fence. I was kind of feeling like yeah, I was playing. Yeah, yeah it, helped. it helped. I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, then at least uh, I'd rather be, you know." looking at him than for him uh, in a couple of weeks but um yeah i think you know that's uh we've got we covered united i mean it's kind of the what they're the, we covered man united my yeah but not we leeds have not united. covered leeds because <laughs> leeds fans would be would give out that you're calling them united in this picture yeah well i guess it's lose lose you know i mean if there's even a leeds fan listening to this fair play to you you know <laughs> but um yeah we lo- looking at leeds i've brought up uh Rafael Diaz Belloli, otherwise known as Rafinha, um, just realised that that's what he's down as his full his full name in uh, FPL. Did not know that, but um, yeah, he's kind of the one of the big talking points. We talked about him a little bit last week. I know he is sitting in my team at the moment, um, more so because I just think it's a transfer. Wait, it was it was going to be a transfer kind of waiting to happen. I I do kind of want him in my team, so I was like, "Fuck it, just go for the first one," even if I don't expect much of uh, kind of uh, returns from the United game. But the the thing that's kind of flying around in my mind, and maybe I'm overthinking it, is Harrison. He's coming in at five million cheaper, and yeah. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on the Leeds wingers, Rafinha, Harrison, Seamus? I like them both. Um, I think Rafinha is going to outscore Harrison, so it's appropriate that he's going to be priced more. I know last season Harrison did score slightly more points, but um, yeah, he did play a lot more minutes. Harrison is a great pick and he's a great player for Leeds, so I like him if you can't quite reach to Rafinha, but if you can find the 0.5, then Rafinha is worth it. Um, probably not going to start with him. I had him in all, like, all my drafts up to now, but I think our conversation last week Maybe realize, yeah, maybe I don't need him game week one. I don't, I, I don't want to back him to score against United, and I don't think they they've started off very well in their preseason fixtures, right? Um, yeah, they got. I think they lost uh, yesterday as well. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, no, they 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 haven't been doing too well. So I think um, I'm kind of 
I would ex- I would expect them to start really well though. Is the thing they're going to come at it like because... a fucking you know ha- you know they're going to come at this with everything in that first game. That's what I that's what I would yeah. expect. And whether you, but I do think United are going to be good though. I think this the two teams are really going to come. I think they can't fuck away for this match. Um, Paddy, what about you? Harrison, Rafinha, either of those two lads entering your mind? Yeah, well, another spoiler. I have Rafinha in my team, and you know. Is this a case of the Twitter bubble? Rafinha was everywhere. There was essential being, you know, worded with him, you know, for his price point, 6.5. But then, you know, I'm kind of with Seamus. Do I want him for for game week Mm. one? But then I'm thinking, you know, is there other little problems I might want to use transfer for instead of taking Rafinha out of my team? No, like I do kind of want him in there. Do do you think, Paddy... um that is it like would you be comfortable putting Rafinha on the bench say you had him and you're like I don't want to play him in game week one but they've got Everton Burnley Liverpool Newcastle West Ham Watford in like nah. do you think if you have him you play him yeah he's, he's going to be playing in my team I'm, I'm, I'm even thinking about a 4-3-3 and it's yeah. Rafinha what about yeah. you, McCarthy? Um, Rafinha yeah, is it he, he was my yeah, he's in my so that's all three of us we have him as well no, no, he was. No, I'm saying he was my third. He's not anymore. I've taken him out. But uh, yeah, no, right now I have no Leeds players in my team. But I can see a scenario by game week five, I could have three of them in there. Because like, yeah. in defense, ailing interests me very much. So I think Mesley is probably, I, I know I mentioned Leno earlier, but I think Mesley is probably the best 5.0 million keeper in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be honest, because he's going to get a lot of saves too, just by the way, by virtue of the way Leeds play. Rafina Harrison are great options. Um, I still think Dallas is still priced so low that he probably still provides value. I still think he's going to come up with those assists, but without the clean sheets. being moved to left back. He's been, that's happened in like three of the last... No, but they've got, a, they've got a new left back here now, so I think he's going to... But this new left back, Furpo, uh, yeah. he's going to be very good too, so he could be one to watch. So I said, if he looks class, then might go for him over railing. It might be worth the point five. But the last season's... You know, top goal scorer for Leeds, Bamford. He's the guy. You know, I can easily see when the fixtures swing. Um, I'm going to yeah. want them. You know, uh, Rodrigo as well was very good when he came on in spells last season. Didn't get to a whole lot of minutes. Still end up with seven goals, four assists. Could easily see myself looking at him as well. He could prove great value. Yeah. So, yeah, right now no, but um, I will definitely start. We bring it. I'll be bringing them in. But who? Not, I'm not sure yet. Uh, one thing I will say just before we move off to Harrison and, and Rafini discussion is that, like you mentioned there, Seamus, you think, um, you know, Rafini will get more points than Harrison. I, t- I, I would tend to agree with you. But when you look at the ownership um, of both players, Rafini is currently sitting at 20% of t- in 20% of teams, Harrison's sitting in 5%. Like, is that, do you think, like, if you were looking for that kind of cheeky. Not cheeky, but he's clearly a differential in the sense of, you know, only 5%, 5.4% owned at the moment, um, 5 million cheaper. Like, that, that, I think that's a, you know, it's definitely something in his, you know, on his side of things uh, that I've kind of, that's kind of what's making me consider Harrison over Rafinha. Is like, if I'm benching him, I'm, I'm happy, happier to bench a 6 million midfielder. He is way, way more, uh, you know, lowly owned. Um, you think that's anything worth considering or is that just you wouldn't look at ownership right now Seamus mm. I'm not looking to um, I'm not looking to try and find those differentials in game week one you're kind of like it's like oh it's a bit of a differential kind of you know on the rest of the crowd it's like yeah that's maybe for something I look at from game week 20 onwards Like, but right now 
it's all about points. I'm not looking to try and steal a march over people by going the sneak route because game week one, it goes the other way too. If 50% of people have Shaw and you've got one Bissaka, like I mentioned earlier, or if you have Harrison instead of Rafina and Rafina does the business, then you're chasing automatically. No, that's a... So, no, I, I don't think, I, I think not looking no. for it. I just go with, I think Rafina, they're both underpriced, I think. I think because I think Harrison probably should be 6.5, but I think. Rafina should probably be seven point five. No, that's fair enough. I mean, I I, I know what you're saying. I t- when I meant differential, I kind of meant in the sense that when I start an FPL season, I kind of like to have you know I I'll, I'll, I'll stick to the template. Don't fear the template. We said it last week, but um you know I'd like to have one or two players that I think are you know uh, not say stabs in the dark, but you know a little bit kind of punty in the sense of oh I mean maybe Harrison just gets the assist and Rafina gets the double digit haul, but. You know how much sweeter is it when you're when you've went against the grain? You went fuck Rafinha or fuck your twenty percent own player. I'm going with the five percent guy, uh, and he's just playing at the other side of the pitch. But I get what you're saying, and I, I won't dwell on it too long. But Paddy, you look like you've some dad there. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, I agree with everything Shiva says there, but I also think you know that's a good point. You know, is it a, a million difference? Point five, six to. Yeah. Or uh, it's only point five. Is it? Well, maybe that. Yeah. Well, maybe that point five helps you. You know push a little bit more into your your squad depth you know yeah, maybe maybe turns Havertz into that w- that'd be one way to look at yeah, yeah. Something like that. yeah no I know what you're saying I know what you're saying but it's only 0.5 so mm. yeah I don't, I don't um, before we move away from Leeds and Man United I do want to touch I mean it, it's I think it's unfair to not mention uh, Paddy B Mr. Bamford um, he, like he had a very good season last year 17 goals 11 assists um, for his you know first proper season in the Premier League I think everyone had written him off before he started and he even the Leeds fans yeah. wrote him uh, off and he, he really fucking shut up a few people last week he's got a couple in um in the the preseason he scored a few uh, is there anything to be said from 8 million guaranteed to start you know Leeds are, are always going to be kind of attacking I know the fixtures aren't much but is it just there's too many options around that price point or Paddy have you looked at them at all or what's the story I, I looked at him, but uh, again, it's, it's I'm looking at fixtures. I'm not really, you know, I see be- I see more value in other strikers for the for the force the the fixtures the first couple of fixtures. So that that's the only reason. I, and you know, with the strikers I have, I can I can move to him quite easily if he if he decides to turn into fair enough, Messi. Fair enough. Seamus, any thoughts on on Bamford? I just don't want to back him to score against United, but he'll definitely be my team at some stage of season, I'm sure, because um, I know Leeds will score goals. I The Everton one in game week two is down as kind of a red fixture in the ticker, so you have a tendency to think of it like, oh, that's a hard fixture. But is it? Because Everton were terrible away from home last season, weren't they? Uh, or was it terrible at home? No, I, I think it was terrible at home. Was. Away from home, they were fine. I think it was at home. Is that it? Shocking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It depends how good Rafa, uh, Rafa Benitez has them. But yeah, I think I don't know. The, the, when I saw they lost a few preseason games, I think they lost two games in a row to Ajax and stuff like that. I was like, are they not? Are they ready yet or something like that? It's it's kind of just a wait yeah. and see. Is the only way I would put it. I will have them. I just don't know how soon I want them. If they look class against United, could be I could be like screw the fixture and have them in yeah, for Everton. Yeah. But at the minute, I just think there's a few other teams with slightly better fixtures in the forwards that um, is just the reason I haven't got them. Yeah, no. You just 
you just know someone will have uh, Tony, Pookie, and uh, Bamford for keeping week one. <laughs> They'll fucking explode. Yeah. United get hammered by Leeds in the first game of the season. United, United Arsenal and Liverpool all <laughs> fucking stuff. But at the, you know, it's the same old question each year, you know. You got to look at form and fixtures. And there's yeah. no form at the minute, so we can only go by fixtures. So that's why, you know, he's not yeah. in the team. Yeah, same. And yeah, speaking yeah. of fixtures, um, I have anyone who's watching this on YouTube, like subscribe, um, make sure, or you can see I've got the fixtures ticker from the Fancy Football Scout website. I was using it last year. I'm still using it this year. It's my go-to fixtures list. We're actually also uh, kind of working with the Scout this year. So if you want to support the channel or if you're looking to, uh, you know, maybe pick up a kind of an extra weapon against your mini league rivals i highly recommend the scout i use it as my go-to uh, kind of you know space for information they have a whole new members area as well with uh player comparisons it's kind of where the harrison and rafinha question came from i was looking at those two during the week um so yeah there's a link down below if you if you want to go check them out i think they have some kind of pre-season offer on at the moment but it does highly or come highly recommended from me um you know in in 100 honesty but uh i also forgot to put the credit on the screen which is why i'm kind of saying it out loud now again i'm like oh did not credit the lads but moving on swiftly to our next match burnley brighton um, I feel like I was really hoping there'd be a few matches that we could just skip here, but um, like Brighton is a, a much talked about team. Um, I mean, we're going to skip Burnley uh, in the sense of you know apologies to Burnley fans. They feel I feel like they are shat on by every single <laughs> pod out there. Every pod is apologizing to Burnley fans every week, but um, but to every, every pod, pod every, every season. season. But to be fair, um, I think Brighton are easily kind of the more talked about of those two teams and uh you know i'm starting with i've currently oh no i actually took him out today as well fucking tinkering around i had sanchez in my team all season i've now gone to veltman in the back line and um veltmania as he's you know lovingly known around yes. the place um i've looked at him i haven't looked much further away from the brighton defense i'm not too interested in their midfield or their um striking options maybe you know, Trossard comes into it and we're chatting about him and maybe Maupay kind of finally pulls the finger out of his hole and has a decent season. But when you look at their fixtures, Burnley, Watford, Everton, Brentford, Leicester, Crystal Palace in the first six, like that's a pretty decent run and, uh, you know, there's a lot of value to be found. So as I said, I'm sitting on Veltman at the, mo- at the moment. Seamus, have you any Brighton players in your team? Um, Yeah, Veltman is in there Can you stop for me. copying me, please, every time? Veltman uh, literally is the, was the last person to come into my team. I kind of had my team in a way that I'm like, I think I like this and I could be going with this going forward. But um, I took Ailing out, actually. Was it Ailing? Mm. Can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Ailing out for Veltman. Um, I just kind of went, you know what? He actually has kind of better fixtures. Like I said, with White in my team, um, game weeks two and three are kind of poor. So I went, Watford at home in game week two is a good fixture for, for them. And they've been sound defensively at last season um all the injuries they've had in defense kind of like i think burn is injured now as well and sanchez has a bit of a knock but he should be fine dunk was over kind of recovering from surgery probably be back okay or maybe he won't who knows i i decided anyway you know what maybe i was kind of looking at lanty he has an injury and then i was like i'll totally overlook this development guy and i was like yeah three of the first four fixtures are quite good 
And Everton at home in game week three isn't necessarily a bad fixture, even though it's red on the ticker. So I might start, I'll probably start him in that one. Um, he's the one guy I've been looking at, not really looking at any of their midfielders. You know, the same, it's the same midfield pretty much from last season, really, isn't it? You know, Trossard, Gross, Lalana. Um, yeah, forwards are the same as last season until they bring in a new striker. So, yeah, I mean, Sanchez or Dunker Veltman. Yeah. That's all the That's exactly the names I would have picked out. What about you, Petty? Have you been looking at any, any Brighton assets? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at Sanchez, and uh, I have prepared a little a little thing about Sanchez is here now. Uh, no, it's not a wrap, but he is. Is the it on the ceiling? Because you've pointed your camera upward. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, guys. It's he's the uh, he's. A, I have it here. Look, he's the fourth best keeper for clean sheets. Okay. You know what I mean? So like. That's that's salt. That's that's all preparation. <laughs> You're not wrong. Sometimes it is that simple. I mean, I'm I'm with you. Like four point five for the top, and and a lot more. He's the out of the Brighton defense. He's the the most. Uh, he'll get the bonus points out of you know. He's the most. Uh, what's the fucking word? Where are you pulling that out of your ass? Oh, I, I was I was reading loads. Of, I was doing loads of stats on uh, on. Where spoke about this. Where have you found he's the yeah. fourth best keeper for clean sheets? <laughs> He is a fourth, like... He's a fourth among all keepers for clean sheets. He is sixteenth among all keepers for saves made. He's a thirteenth among all keepers for bonus points. So he's not too bad for the price point that you're paying for him there. I'm looking at the stats here. I just went goalkeepers sorted by clean sheets, and he's got ten clean sheets. Mesday's got eleven. Schmeichel's got eleven. Pope's got eleven. <laughs> Leno's got eleven. Lars has got twelve. Look, Martin's Paddy has spoken, Seamus. Okay, he's the fourth best for clean sheets. Listen, this, this, since, this must be like—is this like points per minute sorry, or something? Sorry, I, I missed like, the I missed, for... since since Sanchez started playing last okay. season. He's the fourth among all keepers for clean sheets. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I knew, I knew you had you had Amazing. an ace up your sleeve, Paddy. Yeah, well, see, this guy's good. this guy's good because I I put him under pressure intentionally, just testing testing out there, Paddy. Maybe. I was he ready. Had... I was ready. He was ready. Good. <laughs> but okay, so <laughs> you looking at Sanchez? We're all about talking about development. I think like I as you say, we we've kind of covered the values there for for Brighton. The um the the fixtures are there for Brighton, and um a very easy you know kind of team to jump into. It is also worth noting that I. From my recollection, now this could be a Paddy fact. There we go, coined it. But um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but may, yeah, Paddy but fact. maybe, um, maybe <laughs> just maybe, uh, Leeds and Brighton rotate pretty well. So, um, well, I mean, the fixture list is on uh, is on the front. Uh, so I should be able to look at it. And yeah, I mean, in general, they kind of do. Um, so but they both offer really cheap. So. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's enough uh, of Brighton. Uh, next up, we've got the Chelsea-Crystal Palace match. Now, this match is actually interesting because um, it's it's a question mark. Chelsea have a... I mean, obviously, Champions League winners, you know, everyone's touting them to to have a great season and, you know, they're just strengthening their squad with the likes of Lukaku signing and all that kind of shit. So, of course, people are talking about Chelsea, but kind of a nightmare start with the exception of that Palace match. Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs and City following the, in, in the next five matches, uh, you know, that's four of them. Uh, you don't want, you know, a lot of that. Obviously, this clears up, you know, post the second international break, but 
are either of you looking at targeting this Crystal Palace match and then just moving on? So, like, uh, Seamus, are you looking... Have you Chelsea players that you're kind of going, I'm going to get him in and I'm going to switch it on? Or are you happy to stick or would you avoid? Yeah, I uh, I am, actually. Yeah, I want to have some involved in this game because, I don't know, I think Crystal Palace are a sort of team that, you know, Chelsea could beat yeah. 3-4-0. or Um yeah, if they do sign Lukaku, and it looks like it's kind of pretty much agreed, he, you know, presumably won't won't be ready for this. Um, Chilwell is someone that really interests me. I was kind of only kind of came to him this week, and then I realized, oh, he's six million. That's why I've been avoiding him. If he was five point five, it's another thing. But I think Chelsea's defense is going to be one of the best avenues for points this season. It's just kind of hard to predict who's going to start. And I think last season, especially as they progressed in the Champions League, we looked at. Oh well, look, Chilwell's rotating with Alonso, but it looks like Alonso is basically going to be sold. So it looks like Chilwell's going to start all yeah. these games. So it's not going to be a case like last season where they were playing somebody they were expected to beat and have to break down. So they put Alonso on instead because they knew he is not going to have to do too much did defending. Chilwell play a lot Sorry of games. Across, but did they? Did they still have Emerson? Not in the game. Oh really? Oh shit! He not on this. My bad. Yeah. Um. Um. So I'm not sure about that. Um. But yeah, uh, the the players I would look to sign um, Mount, Pulisic and Havertz and Pulisic is a wait and see of course, I'm not going to start with him but I had Havertz in my team but now as I said that only interests me if he's going to be playing in the false nine role um, and I think I might just get Mount you know uh, Werner I think could have, you mentioned last year you think he's going to have that a good before, year uh, yeah, Lukaku <laughs> was pretty much a, a done deal well, I think he's going to play on the left yeah, but I think he'll left. be sharing about... with the likes of Ziyech and uh uh, whoever else they're yeah. pushing out left Pulisic do you know that kind of way like yeah I think sorry just that was just my t- I just wanted to retract a little bit on what I said last week about Ferner. it was it was pre-Lukaku signing and I thought maybe maybe just maybe there's a there's a happy ending for this kid you know yeah and I it's kind of put me off it's what put me off Havertz a bit but Mount just seems to be the darling boy at Chelsea and he's a class player and you know set up the uh, the winning goal in the Champions League final but you know, home game against Crystal Palace, he'd be on set pieces. Crystal Palace are bad at defending set pieces for whatever reason, at least they were. Um, mm. If they're not organized immediately under Vieira, then you could set pieces could play a factor there. Um, you get another Arsenal, million three assists in the first game of the season. Yeah. Arsenal away, is it that tough a game against the likes of Chelsea? Chelsea could still blow them away again if Arteta is not ready and under pressure. So, yeah. And uh, I'm kind of thinking I might just throw one of them from the start. And if it looks like like Mount is not playing well, he's the guy who can be the make way for someone like Rafina after in game week three or game week five or whatever. Yeah, I'm so, I'm on Yeah, the same. Mount is in my team at the minute. There's a little reveal. Yeah, spoiler alert. No, I'm on the same wavelength. Um I, I know what you're saying. What about you, Patty? Have you been looking at any Chelsea? Yeah, I was and it was Mount, but um I probably won't be going to any Chelsea for the first game week. Um I'm playing the fixtures again. And, you know, I've had Chelsea, like, I think I have other fires I want to put out first, you know. You have no fires right now, but I know what you mean. Exactly. I was kind of going to say, I don't have any yet, but I mean, like, I don't want to be having to jig about like that. Um, And then we have Lukaku coming in, like, you know, I've just about fitted as many premium kind of players into my team as I can. And if you're bringing in Lukaku, that's a whole, you know, you're changing your whole team for, for Lukaku. That's it. And has Lukaku really, has he improved? 
he still scores goals, but I don't think he's he's any better than he was at United. Well, I mean, to be fair, well, he did have uh, he was a great option with United um, at the time, and I do think he'll be a fantastic option this season. But I know what you mean. I mean, game week one, like he's not going to be uh, in game week one. I think he's only he did his medical in Italy today. So I mean, I don't even know. Can you? Would you? Is there? There has to be quarantine rules. I don't fucking know. But my point is, like, he's not going to be gelled into that team from the first game week, and then the fixtures get shit. Um, yeah, you know. So uh, it's and he'll be quite expensive. He'll be very expensive. Uh, but he'll be, be over ten point five. I think so. I think he's. We're looking at ten point five eleven. What about you, Seamus? What time? What price do you think he's going to come in at? First price in my head was ten point five, maybe eleven as well. Yeah. Yeah. I... But I mean, that's a good price if he if he does as well as you think he is. Because he was always he's always been a quality player, and with United he was good in spells. But he fitness issues. Um, it emerged after he went to Italy that he had a, a stomach issue or a dietary thing that was causing problems, and they addressed that straight away, and he's back I, to world class again. So I think that's why he had a bad final season at United. But you geez. always knew he was class. I he I, I don't class. know. I disagree. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's a. Uh, World class ahead there. I know you're just kidding. You're just saying that. But, you're just saying that, you know, Seamus. Yeah, you know. Seamus, and your hyperbole. No, I, no. I mean this. Yeah, you say the Kaku's world I think, class. I think we, we lack oh a lot of like world class strikers these days. Um, so maybe he's sneaking in there. I think he's a flat track bully. I think uh, he loves playing shit teams, and I think he, you know, does well against the shit teams. I. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into Lukaku bashing because I'm sure we're going to be loving him in the. He'll FPL not be. He'll, he'll not. Be, he'll not be near my FPL. I team will stop. All, year. all right, what time is it? I'm going to write this down because I've been looking to get some sound bites this year. Yeah. He's not. 52 go, he's not minutes into the pod, Lukaku. This would be like me, Jer, when I say uh, Hazard is yeah. going nowhere near my team. Lukaku was going before here. I was taking <laughs> sound bites, and you got away with that one. Um, but if, but yeah. But, uh, if any if anyone's I think is value in the Chelsea team, it's it's a Mason Mount. But again, I want to say, for me, Chelsea are I'm feeling they're going to be a wee bit pep yeah. roulette this season. So for that, it's yeah. a no for me, Simon. I see, I totally see that, and that's the main reason why I've been avoiding them. But I just feel like I can't totally avoid these lads, and I don't think, as I said, I think Mount is a bit of a darling for the team. So I can see him, you know, starting at least three of the first four. But maybe with you know if. Uh, Lukaku comes in, maybe it does rip it up. Maybe, you know, yeah. Havertz drops deeper and Mount is out of the team. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. So, look, it gives me, I don't, like, I know what you're saying. You don't want to book in transfers and either do I, but this is the one area where I'm taking a little bit of a risk in my team, I think. Yeah. And I think there's a high upside to it. But there's, there's no way you're getting Lukaku into your team. And, no, I think he means Mount, you know, Mount though, but I mean, I get you. No, but yeah. I mean, like, how are you going to get Lukaku? I'm just talking in general. Like, how are you going to get Lukaku into your team? And have Salah and Bruno. You have like so, Bruno or Salah. Well, I out. mean, we'll get onto the current drafts. I've got a, cu- a couple of premium. Yeah, there's a lot of jigging. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't explain how I do it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about you, even James. But there, what there, I've seen people saying as soon as Lukaku saying he's going into my team, like he's the fucking messiah of FPL, yeah. like donkey. <laughs> I'm with you a little bit, but I mean, I'm saying that you know Lukaku's the buzzword right now. So of course, there's people saying that I would. 
I would draw kind of maybe people's attention to the fact that I think Sky Sports came out today and quoted maybe maybe I think it was a quote uh, the Spurs manager basically saying that Harry Kane has been made available for game week one now whatever the fuck that means you can read into yourself but he's available available for selection so my point is just that there is going to be teams out there that have um, that price point, that premium striker price point built in. Whether it's for a Kane or a Lukaku, yeah. you know there will be there will be price points. But uh, let's move on. Um, I think we covered Chelsea. I'm not going to look at Crystal Palace too much. Um, I think no. nah, new manager, yeah. avoid new manager. Wait and see. Maybe as the season goes on, you might want someone in there, but not for now. Um, Everton, Southampton. Then again, I think we can just completely skip Southampton here. I don't know about you guys, and I know there's like that four million Liveramento option, but I mean, we can talk about him if it ever comes to be. Um, But Everton, like I think a lot of people went quiet on Everton after United smashed them during the week. I know it was only a friendly, and it means nothing, but. to see Pickford going back to you know co- going back to his roots and and absolutely fucking up uh, that pass back, I think it was Dini's pass back as well. I'm not sure. Um, and then DCL to not be starting, it's it did not inspire a lot of hope in Everton, you know, assets. So I've I've jumped off both of them. I had Dini and DCL in my team up to this week, and I've jumped off both of them now for whatever you'll see later on. But what about you, uh, Paddy? Have you any Everton sitting in your team right now? Yeah, I have, I have two Evertonians in the team right now. I, I, look, come here. I know I don't read into friendlies too much. You know what? I, I kind of don't even don't even watch them. I, you know, but I mean, like it is, it is, and you know what you've just said. Like, it's, of course, you sure, pick up who who watches them, buddy. You pick <laughs> I don't up. Watch them. You, no, I know you pick up bits of information there. Like, but no, I'm not going to read into much to it. I'm going to keep Dinya, and I'm going to unless DCL's injury is, you know, he's not going to be there for game okay, one. I'm going to keep I mean, him. Like that's is that. Like literally five days ago would have been the the you know the template not using that in a negative term but the template kind of team. Um, what about you, Seamus? What about yeah. uh, any any Everton sitting in your team right now? I mean, they've got a decent run of fixtures. Uh, just to clarify, Southampton, Leeds, Brighton, Burnley, Villa, Norwich all in the first six. But you've got you've still got Dini sitting there. Yeah, I got Luca Dean in there. Um, that could become someone like Kufal or maybe Cresswell if I not really convinced this is this is one of the decisions i gotta think over because they have like undoubtedly got like the one some of the best fixtures to start off with southampton at home in game week one southampton are going to be you just feel like they're going to be kind of near that relegation zone battle yeah. this year they're working just based on their second half of the season performance last year as good a manager as hassan hootel is like they've just sold like their best one of their best players their striker james war prouds is now injured nursing an injury and may not be available for a few weeks um they gotta take care of him like you mentioned this guy in defense 4.0 guy this reason people are talking about because he's 4.0 i don't know anything about him yeah they really trailed off performance wise last year i'm not gonna have any of them but that's why game week one that looks like the prime whipping boy feature a fixture so i'm kind of tempted to keep dean for that leads whipping boy feature feature but i know what you mean sorry i'm just being pedantic yeah 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 i mean one of them like you know but then they've got yeah look leeds were really good defensively as the season like second half of last season so are brighton burnley at home are often quite tight so you could make an argument that they're not as easy as they look on paper but leeds added defending set pieces dean takes a lot of set pieces especially with gilfie sigurdsson out of the team and Ham is not really fit enough to start every game and stuff like that. So 
I might, I may still persevere with him, but he could become, um, uh, you know, a West Ham defender or an Aston Villa defender. Um, no one else in midfield strikes, like I said, uh, strikes any interest because James is just too injury prone. And yeah, Calvert Richardson's at the Olympics. You know, can't have him in game week one, so that's him out. Calvert Loon has a knock, so as soon as that happens, I changed him out of my team, and he's now Danny Ings. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree with what both of you have said there. Uh, yeah, um, Everton, like, you've got two in, Paddy. Seamus, you had, you've won. I had both uh, myself, um, and I think, you know, between now and, and the Friday deadline, I could go back to having one. I think the DCL thing will be worth monitoring in the sense that if, if he's cleared, yeah. I could look at him again. But I'm seeing um, Danny Ings and, and Antonio fast you know becoming the the main two forwards uh you know the most common forwards among the teams yeah. but uh we'll have to keep an eye on that one throughout the week and just see you know what is what is the state of uh, dcl's injury status um i'll say this though dcl was like at the start of the season the number one striker pick i thought because i was like fixture wise it was like he's yeah. going to start off on fire so i don't know do, do we know what the what his injury, injury is like no, is it a hamstring injury is it a yeah, ah, he should be fine. Yeah, almost. He, he he may find his way back into my team. Like historically, with this is what I've heard. I've no stats to back it up, but I've heard Benitez teams apparently start seasons very well. Um, they're very you know cross from the wing focus, so that bodes well for Dean. Bodes well for yeah, bodes well for Calvert Lewin. And um, if they start well with good fixtures, putting in crosses, you know those are the two players you'd want to have in your team. So I'll keep an open mind. But I'm not, I wasn't impressed with their performance against United. And it's worth Rentes. it's worth noting as well, lads, that um, Vestigard is their best centre back is like on the move as well. Oh, really? Is he? As, uh, yeah, I think he might be on the move to oh, to Leicester. So you know, I don't so know if that's a done. Well. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're. I think they're definitely a relegation fodder if if he goes as well. Yeah. So no, no, don't quote me on that, but I'm. If you look into it, I think Leicester are looking at him, which makes uh, Aramarati. Is that his name? Aramarati. Uh, Aramarati, or whatever the fuck he's called. Another another Agreed. player to uh, kind of cross off. But no, it's, it's something to look into as well. You know, I definitely think Southampton, they lose him. They've lost things. They've That's lost. a perfect segue, Petty, you they've, made, they, made there for Leicester. They've lost the their soul. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sick. They, they've lost their soul. They're gone. <laughs> and that's your quote. Southampton have lost their soul. Moving on to, uh, I don't know if they if they have a soul, but they definitely have a, a charity shield, community shield, fucking trophy in their cabinet after the weekend. And, and then FA and Cup. Uh, there we go. Leicester City, um, the the near do wells of the last couple of Premier League seasons, in the sense of you know just getting pipped for those Champions League spots. Uh, they have a Wolves fixture at three p.m. on the Saturday, and uh, yeah, I think the the Charity Shield victory over City, Leicester in general, the fact that their price their price points are all relatively um, budget friendly, they've definitely you know caught my eye a little bit um for myself um to be honest with you i think i wasn't looking i had an eye on him but i wasn't uh overly concerned until i was watching the charity shield match and then of course mr harvey barnes um kind of 
you know, I think he stood out for that Leicester team in the sense that he just looked so attacking. He still looked a bit raw, or, you know, a little bit rusty, we'll say. But um, in terms of, like, offering a 7 million direct attacking threat for a team that will be challenging for top four, um, he's the... He, he was my kind of, you know, the one that I've been threatening to put in and out of my team since. And that Wolves match might be something I look to target. Uh, Seamus, have you, have you any uh, thoughts or have you been looking at any Leicester assets? Uh, no, not really. They're one of those teams that I don't know what way they're going to line up. I mean, the one player I was looking at was Ian Acho. If I thought he was going to start, if he was guaranteed minutes, he'd be straight in. Um, because the fixture is actually pretty good, you know. Um, like, well... Game week one, game week three. Yeah, game week four against Man City is no good. But uh, that West Ham game even isn't a terrible game. I could imagine a couple of goals in there. But well, that yeah, game before I mean, Man City. Who's going to start? Man City in the, in the FA Cup and the Charity Shield. I know the fucking Charity Shield is not much to write home about. but And they beat him last yeah. season in the league as well. Like So, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, but like, <laughs> Iheanacho didn't start against Man City in the Charity Shield. So, I know he came on and scored a penalty. They've got this new striker, Daka. There's... There's a bit too much flux there. If I could, if I knew Barnes was starting, Barnes would be the player I'd want. Like you screw Madison, he'll go to a two up top. Is it? Yeah, I kind of am. And like Barnes is interesting. He definitely is interesting. And look, I've got two seven point five um, midfielders in my team, and uh, one of those could become Barnes if Barnes starts the season on fire because he was until his injury last year was definitely the most uh, exciting player in the Leeds, or sorry, the Leicester team. And he only ended up with like seven points less than Madison and Tielemans. Missed most and, of the uh, it, like, like, missed a lot yeah. of the season, yeah. I suppose Madison yeah. was a good bit too. But yeah, no, he's the one who looks like he's adding goals to his well, game. Well, I think like, he yeah, he had nine goals so. last year um, in the 2020. And considering like, he had less than 2,000 minutes, I think that's that was kind of impressive, you know? Christ, yeah. That's, that's a ton of goals. I didn't realize it was that uh, many. Yeah, but they are, you just don't know how they're going to line up. You know, are they going to play, you know, five at the back? They surely can't. I mean, they, they've got too many injuries with Evans, Fofana, yeah. and Justin still out now. So, I mean, their only center backs are Sionchu and yeah. Amarte. And so, if Johnny Evans, if you, he you imagine off, they got to play. Um, if he comes back from the injury. But no, you're right. Like, I do think. Let's see if his expected return date is oh, the 11th really? of September. Oh, really? So he's out for a while. Oh, it's a red flag now. It must, it must have been confirmed. So that's what I mean. It's. They're going to have to play four at the back, and how does that change how they play? Yeah, I might just again. I, I I've left myself in a position that I can get to Barnes if I want to without making taking a hit point. So no, I'm with you. I actually have two Leicester, but we'll get onto that later on. Um, and I probably won't have either. I know Jesus. maybe it's only one. I'm not sure if I still have Barnes in. But Paddy, any thoughts on Leicester? Um, no thoughts on Leicester at all. Uh, Seamus really summed it up well. If I was looking at anyone, it would be Barnes. And Iniacho, but again with Daka, Vardy, and Iniacho, um, no, I don't want players that I don't know if they're going to play. I want nailed on no, motherfuckers, you know. Especially, especially for games. That's it. Um, yeah. And I do think that Iniacho yeah. was like he was in my very first draft. You know, when I just wasn't really looking, I yeah. saw seven point five. His form from the end of the season, he went straight in. But yeah, with the whole preseason, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks with the one up top and we see, you know, Iniacho maybe take over from Vardy. I don't know. It'll, it'll be, but I'm witchy. Who, who, that's, yeah, exactly. That should happen, I think. That should happen. Yeah, I think you're right, Seamus. And do you know what? Don't get me wrong, I got a little bit excited when they signed DACA. You know, I'm a big fan of DACA, signed him in FIFA oh, yeah. a few he's times. He cult heroes for you. But, uh, you know, no, but you know, do you know what I mean? When I seen him, he was in one of my drafts. 
he's he's like he looks fucking toy, lightning. But no, um, he 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 looks yeah, lightning. lightning. Um, but um, not not for yeah, at least not for now anyway. Not yet. Let's um, see how. Okay, that brings us. We've only got four matches left, and we will bait through the drafts. But um, Watford, Aston Villa. Uh, again, I think Watford. We could sum it up with you know a four million, um, or not a four million, but a four point five million goalkeeper that people are looking at. I know I've currently switched from Sanchez to Backman. I quite like the like. I feel like Foster could legitimately end up as a starting keeper for them it's kind of why i've went to watford because at least that way i've got to handcuff the two of them um but outside of the 4.5 keeper um six million sar looks quite decent um in the sense of like he could (laughs) offer value Uh, and their fixtures aren't too bad but in general no Watford in my team right now uh paddy have you any any interest in watford I have Batman as like kind of a, a rotating goalkeeper with Sanchez. So you've got two pictures, 4.5 you know, they, they go hand in hand. Okay. Yeah, I have, yeah. And like you said there, uh, what do you call him? Sar. What do you, Sar, um, just 0.5, too much for me. But that's the only other player at the moment. I see a few people will try Dini, but nah. Nah, I'm not looking yeah, at Watford, guys. Um, I mean, Villa, Brighton... Tottenham, Wolves, Norwich, Newcastle, even Leeds in seven. They're not fixtures to be sniffed at. Seamus, what about you? Mm. No, fixtures are pretty good. So I've gone with Backman and goal as well. I switched over from Sanchez like last week uh, just because I was getting a small bit concerned about uh, Brighton's uh, goal, uh, Sorry, ability to keep clean sheets. But um, yeah, I feel a bit more confident that I went with Feltman, but that's a different story. Um I just think, yeah, if you're going to go for defenders, like like for 8.5, you get both your keepers there. That's what you want in a mm. goalkeeper combination, regardless of the team. Um, they're going to have to make a lot of saves. So Backman gets dropped, for example. Foster comes in, and I don't have to waste a transfer on a goalkeeper. Um, that's more appealing than going for one of the 4.5 million defenders who I don't know is really going to start. Um, may not be getting a lot of attacking returns. And Sar is the only outfield player. We've seen a lot of these players already because they were in the league what, a couple of seasons ago. But Sar is the uh, the one player who I remember from that time who looked interesting. Dini is another year older. Not really interested in him. Josh King, he's always kind of hit and miss in the Premier League. Um, these players could come into play if I need to free up some Did he go on money, loan from you know? Watford to Everton last year, Josh King? Is that where he went, or is that is Ev Watford just bottom this season? Oh. I can't, don't know. Fair enough. Maybe he went from uh, <laughs> Bournemouth on loan to. Uh, yeah. No, sorry, shouldn't have. <laughs> shouldn't have. That was just a question that popped into my head. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think we're all kind of like that's pretty much. Sorry, Seamus, the, you, you have something to say. I was just going to say the team in that fixture was much more interesting is Aston Villa. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Like. I'm sitting here with uh, Danny Ings. What about yourself, uh, Seamus? Have you, like, the Watkins kind of d- knock um, is obviously concerning. Um, what other Villa assets are you looking at? You've got Ings you mentioned a while ago. Just Ings. I've, you know, got a few of these guys on my watch list, um, including Traore, just to see, uh, and Bailey, or Bailey, I guess it's Bailey. <laughs> uh, Buendia is interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I see. Got to see how basically um, he has him lined up. What's Smith, the name again? Smith, arch enemy of FPL. Smith, yeah, I can't remember. 
<laughs> Depends who uh, how Dean Smith lines them up. Um, is he going with a four four two with you know Watkins and Ings up front, or is he going to kind of just stay with Watkins pulling out to the left? I expect Ings to line up through the middle. Watkins getting a bit of a knock has made Ings kind of nailed my team now because I know he's going to start. He scored on his debut. I'm not going to rule out a defender. The likes of Target was interesting, but then I realized midweek, shit, they just re-signed Ashley Young. So he's going to take minutes, you know, off the left and right back. So I, assume I think Target... That kind yeah, of put me off I don't. I mean, I know what you're saying. I wouldn't... I don't think Young was bought as a starting left back. I think he's very much cover for Target because... I don't know. I felt like Target was playing every minute last season, except in the Man City match where he got brought off before his clean sheet. And I, of course, had him on the fucking bench. Uh, so that cost me in the double game week for some reason. Never rest a double game week player, lads. Uh, he he started. <laughs> he played three four oh four minutes. He only didn't play yeah. sixteen. And minutes that's the, the last sixteen season. minutes that you know he got that clean sheet in the City game out of. Remember, City scored in the last minute, and I think Villa could have got any closer. But um, yeah. so I I'm not concerned for Target's minutes. I'm just. I'm concerned for Villa in the sense that I actually, I think I said it in last week's episode, um, I think they might um, let people down this season. I think we might be a bit maybe closer to the 2019-2020 season than than last year's, you know, maybe somewhere closer than that. But that's just a hunch and we're not here to deal with hunches. We're here to deal with punches. And Paddy, you've got one lined up, knockout blow. Who's your Aston Villa player? Boom. Danny Ings. Danny Ings. And I feel that, uh, is it Buendina? Yeah. He's this week's uh, Tony. Mm. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hype about him. I, he's got some impressive numbers I though, doesn't he? I would be lying if I could fucking pretend to know anything about his numbers. But <laughs> like, uh, but I do think, you know, he's basically been signed to, to sit in where Grealish was. Yeah. And, and He's another yeah, 6.5, isn't like, I mean, I w- he hasn't played, I think, the last yeah. two preseason games, which is why he went out of my team. Um, bit of a knock. Maybe he's just, you know, nothing serious, but that's made me enough to go, like, no, I'm not looking at you. And you know what? I'm actually going to just invest that a little bit more in Danny Ings because he looked uh, pretty good yesterday in their friendly. He scored um, in their in their last preseason match. You know, they didn't buy him for nothing. Uh, I think he's going to play up there with Watkins. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, um, he's my Villa player choice. You, you've got him as well, Paddy. Um, yeah, it was. Very, it's kind of very simple for me. Like I have, I have Danny Ings. He's he's more expensive, and I already have my six point five with Rafina. And you know, with Danny Ings, if I want to move around some cash, it's a wee bit easier to do so. Um, I don't really want Buendina as of yet, but if he becomes an asset, I will have the the money to to move around. But for now. I'm not jumping on the Buendia bandwagon. Just yet. I think I think Buendia is going to be a deeper lying playmaker. I think Grealish. I think he's going to be like I remember him with um, Norwich a couple of seasons back. He looked really good. He's definitely able to pass, um, but he was really young, and he I remember him getting caught on the ball in a few positions where he shouldn't really have been yeah. getting caught. Now you think another year in the championship is going to improve him as a player, but. I see him dropping deep, getting the ball off the centre-backs and playing the pass before the assists a lot more, I think. Um, so it may not translate into numbers, but he, he did. He did I, don't, I haven't looked at last season's numbers when the championship was, he was in the championship, but his numbers with Norwich were really creative, you know. Um, so that could be could be the same, but will it return into points? I'm not willing to bet on it for 6.5. Like, I'd rather have like him or Rafina. Has to be Rafina. Yeah. For totally, season-wise, totally anyway, yeah, so... 
I'm avoiding for now, but I'll be watching Aston Villa. They're probably the team I'm going to watch the closest out of all the, the non you know top six teams to see how they do. Because if they look like they've they're clicking, and I think they've bought well, they replaced Grealish correctly, which I think yeah. they may have. Then we'll all be fighting. We'll all have three Villa yeah. in, in a few weeks' time. Thought that was a great um, press release from the the Villa owner as well about how Grealish left the club yeah. himself and how they planned for him. I like that, but. Just going back to Deboe and Dina, I feel I see him in a lot of FPL teams at the at the moment, a lot of drafts. I just feel it's another case of uh, flavor of the week. Yeah, well, I think only time will tell, but um, I think we're all pretty confident on Danny. Yeah. That's for sure. So we're gonna have a bit of a bit of Villa coverage for that. You know, opening run of fixtures like those first yeah. three are the best. Uh, first three fixtures of any team uh, this season Watford, Newcastle, Brentford I mean three teams that you gotta assume are gonna be fighting um, you know to stay in the league this season uh, you couldn't really ask for a better starting lineup but uh, yeah that's Villa, Watford we've got Norwich, Liverpool um, I guess the biggest talking about talking point about Liverpool because I'm just gonna skip straight over Norwich uh, is because Norwich have just a rotten, rotten run of fixtures that just just ignore them. And yeah. Hopefully, yeah. come yeah. Uh, you know second quarter of the season or something, it looks decent, and we can go back to them. But looking at Liverpool, we could sit here, we could talk about <laughs> Salah, Mane. That's a conversation I don't want to have. We've had it a million times. I do. We we should touch on the fact that Robertson went off injured in their last preseason game. He looks to have rolled his ankle. Looked kind of like a nasty roll. I haven't seen any confirmation about how long that might last. I'm assuming you two are both the same. You don't have any any more of a clue than I do, do you? Yeah. No. So the- fuck all. I've had that injury. <laughs> that usually takes a co- yeah. that usually takes a couple of weeks. Can take longer if it's really bad, but I don't think it is really bad. Remember, Chilwell did that injury like in the fifth minute of a game last season. I can't remember who it was. I had Chilwell and someone else, and I was like, ah, oh, he's out for two weeks, and he was back yeah. the following game week. You know, so it's not always guaranteed to rule him out but he'd be doing really well if he got back for it i reckon he'll miss one game maybe two but one game anyway well, I that brings... miss. so that's that he was and he was yeah. in my team so he was yeah, he, he was your Adams. alexander he, he, was was in mine, I'm, he was in yours you see yeah I so that fucked well. that and it's made me re kind of consider it um i think the question is like and as you mentioned in the last guy Flavor of the week. If it isn't Bundia, it's one hundred percent Zemikas at the moment. That um, that Greek. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming he's Greek based on the name Constantinos Zemikas. Um, he, he four million came on for Robertson. I would say he's pretty much, you know, Robertson's cover this season. We've seen Milner play there before, and um, you know whether or not he would cover Robertson. I think. It's, he's probably just a little bit long in the toot right now to be playing that left-back role, um, especially in the way that Liverpool used that position. So I'd imagine you know they've bought Zemeckis to, to cover Robertson this, series, this season, and he's uh, turned a lot of heads because he's a 4 million starting... I think he's guaranteed to start in the first match if Robertson's ruled out. Um, any of you guys interested in him? I know I'm looking at it, but... Yeah, Paddy? Yeah... I I I I um uh, I done the knee jerk, you know, oh, development out. What Simicus. what do you call him? Simicuson. But you know, I just done that knee jerky, as you do. But what I'm thinking is, do I re- it's, I'm booking a transfer in there, aren't I? Whenever I, when when I, when you make a move, yeah, you're booking yeah, a transfer. I'll probably go. Sorry. I'll probably go. He's me. He's me fourth. 
that choice, whatever. Just but. to cut in, like I know what you're saying, Seamus. It's like like he, I you could be right in the sense that Robertson's back in a week or two, but if he's your four million slot, like you're not worried about mm-hmm. booking a transfer for your four million slot. Yeah. I would be worried he's your third. But he's your slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a Liverpool yeah. slot. So whether you get him in for Robertson when Robertson comes back, you're going to have to get rid of. Him. You're not going to. Go, I'll get rid of him in a few weeks because Liverpool's yeah. fixtures are so good at the start. You're, there's a good chance you probably want if they start off well. You're going to want three. You're going to want Jota. You're going to want Mane. Or you're going to want to. You're going to want to go. Jesus, I'll get on Matip. You know, it's going to be hard to figure out who's going to yeah. start game week one. You know, Matip is probably going to start, is what some of my Liverpool friends are saying. Same as, come on, we um, know. he's just you further ahead than Gomez. Do you know what? I just looked. He's my fifth. He's my fifth choice defender. But and saying that, he's still a star. Yeah, but you, you're you about know? to say he's still Liverpool. I'm, I'm, bu- I'm booking a transfer. I'm booking on a transfer. Yeah, I'm booking a transfer, and it's a little. I'd rather Amarte. I'd rather Amarte. But what if Veltman or what if this Vestager transfer goes? Oh, if that happens, then no Amarte. You see, we have to watch out for that. But I mean, is is this Simikis or whatever the fuck you call him? Is this is this a one week fucking? Well, hunt I think we'll, or... we'll we'll get more. We info. don't know. Uh, you know, presumably before the season kicks off, with how serious Robertson's injury is, I think if it's confirmed that he's out for maybe two or three weeks, which is two or three game weeks, and he comes back after after the international break, I wouldn't be too worried. Just to kind of touch on that three Liverpool mm. slot thing, like I'm more witchy. I'm like Liverpool easily have the best uh, ones, like not the best run of fixtures, but they have they have just an awesome run of fixtures for a team that are going to be challenging for the league. Yeah. Norwich, Burnley, Chelsea, Leeds, Crystal Palace and Brentford uh, in the first six. But three Liverpool slots. Robertson's kind of injured. Van Dijk is coming back from a serious long-term injury. And then we talk about Jota. Sure, Firmino scored two goals tonight. Like, Jota's going to be sharing time with him Mm. one way or another. Do you know? Yeah, but that third slot you might want to get is Robertson when he comes back. So how are you going to get from 4 million up to 7 million? You're going to have to find 3 million. That's right. You're not going to be able to do it. So... That's what I mean. Yeah. You're talking but, about taking points hits to, to transfer other players as well. Like it's yeah. Maybe you don't want Robertson. Yeah, I, I, guess I guess it's all it's all up in the air. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. team is you know is definitely going to be different. But like of course you're not going to get Robertson in. But but I mean like I'm even looking at my team right now and uh, I I'm, I brought him in as a knee jerk right just 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 because I want to see how it looks. Sometimes you do that and I don't even know if I if I'm able to start him with the four defenders that I have this week. So I don't even know what's the well, what's the fucking point of me even bringing them in because like my four defenders we've already gave it away through, as as we spoke Shaw Dinya White and Trent That's so close to not giving it away Penny <laughs> but no we have yeah, we but have, I mean we like have you know what well, well am I going to play who am I going to well play you're not going to not start fucking... your Liverpool if he's starting you're going to play him regardless of uh, like yeah play him over, over White, who? White over over yeah, who? against Brentford uh, White Brentford. against Brighton. Um, I think Brentford, Brentford, like full heavy metal football is what I've heard him described as. Fucking love it. I think Arsenal are, you know, like hopefully, like their defense was never that shit last year, but I just wouldn't be. I'm always going to go Liverpool against Norwich over Arsenal against Brentford. You know, that's the way I look at it. Oh, well, let's bring in fucking Tony again. There we go. Twice you're out of the team. But um, before we leave Liverpool, <laughs> I do just want to touch on the Jada thing um, because it's it is interesting and there's a lot of people starting with him. Have either of you got him in your starting lineup at the moment? And is rotation a concern for you if he, if he is there? Uh, 
I don't have them in my, I don't have them in my team. I, for me, Jota is like Greenwood for United. He's going to be sharing minutes, yeah? He is. Do we agree on that? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want a tip player in your team? What price is he? Say, you know, mm-hmm. are you going to have a 7.5 player that, you know, is going to be sharing minutes? We all want 90-minute players. Like, fair enough, Jota can come on, he can do the business, but it's not the way I want to have my team. I want to know this player is getting 90 minutes. So, for me, he's another like Greenwood. That's a good shout. Uh, Seamus, how do you feel? Are you, you thinking differently? Yeah, no, he's the exact... Uh, I agree with Paddy, what he's saying there. He's very... He is, like, the same, the equivalent of Greenwood. Same price, um, not guaranteed minutes all season. But, uh, yeah, I... I yeah, he's a, he has a high ceiling. He's got nine goals, which is similar to another player we discussed a while ago, 7.0, Harvey Barnes. So, yeah, he also got nine goals. Um... I just think Barnes is probably going to get more minutes. But again, as I said, that's a bit up in the air too. And I think Greenwood over the first four, three or four games is probably going to get more Thanks, minutes Jada. as well. It's hard to tell. Yeah, Jada, you can go with one of them. You certainly can't go with both. You know, if you want to, if you want to have a risky, you know, third or fourth mm. midfielder, you know, go with Jota or Greenwood or Barnes, but not two Fair of enough. them. And definitely not three of them. <laughs> No. Fair enough. Okay, I think we can stick a pin in the Liverpool uh, discussion. We got two yeah. more matches, and uh, then we're gonna start wrapping things up. Newcastle, West Ham. Um, I'm gonna just cover Newcastle quickly with that they have a really nice run of fixtures: West Ham, Villa, Southampton, United, Leeds, and Watford Wolves in the first seven. Nice run of fixtures, but I'll caveat that with the fact that they are Newcastle. So. Your expectations, you know, you're not going to be expecting them to just walk every match. But they do offer some, you know, classic Newcastle uh, assets with Char- Callum Wilson, St. Maximin. And then you get in there on some defenders. I think the defense, for me, it's... um I, I need to see kind of who's starting, what their regular defenders are. But there is a lot of 4.5 decent, cheap options there that may become kind of apparent. Especially as the weeks move on, you see who's nailed in. And if you're looking to drop... Uh, Diaz or some make some space in your defence if you've gone big at the back Newcastle could be something we look at Caleb Wilson I think speaks for himself we know that if he's fit he's lethal um, so he, you know there's some nice run of fixtures the big question is if he stays fit and do you make space from in your uh, in your in your starting 11 uh, Seamus have you any interest in Wilson or Newcastle options yeah but it's Wilson like you said is the the one that's interesting me um like basically my second striker spot is up between Antonio and Wilson. At the minute I'm leaning towards Antonio. It could change. Like you said, they have got really good fixtures. He is their talisman. If they score, he's usually involved. At least he's like got like fifty percent goal involvement, give or take, uh, usually with them last season. So yeah, two well, I was gonna say two good home games in the first three, West Ham and Southampton. You could argue West Ham isn't really a good home game, but Newcastle usually play well when they're at home so it's hard it's hard to tell I, like I may end up starting with him actually I have a, a second Newcastle player oh, on my team shit. I've Hayden You're, you love <laughs> him my, uh, he's your 4.5 as, as a bench player uh, I had him I had him the, I had him previously so uh, I said I'd stick with him I mean I just think what's your man Westwood for Burnley I can just see a price decrease occurring with if I got him but uh, the other the other player there is like Mankio is 4.0 he's like their highest owned player a lot of people going with him because I think he's expected to start the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Four point zero. I'm not. I'm not 
I don't really like any four point this Paddy, year. Paddy, any thoughts on Newcastle? Yeah, I'm uh, with Wilson. Um, he he's in currently in my right? team. He's, he's, he's locked in. Uh, me and Wilson had a beautiful start last season. Um, I don't know how far it, it went, the journey went, but I think it at least was seven or eight game weeks where he just kept propelling me up and up and up. And I'm, I'm back him again or, to, or hard spot. you know, with, with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I love that. I love that little Hayden pick there. <laughs> Sheamus has there. Well, it, it's, it's nice. It's if, you, it's if you're ever looking for a 4.5 midfielder to do some damage, talk to Seamus because he has mm-hmm. a fucking knack of picking him. I can tell you that much. Going back oh, to yeah. Craig Ferguson <laughs> fucking days for uh, Birmingham. But, uh, okay, we've got West Ham. We've got West Ham, Spurs, and City to chat about. West Ham, um, there's a bit of chat about Ben Rama. He's another darling of the week. Uh, any guys, I mean, you mentioned Kufal a while ago, Seamus. I think it is worth noting that West Ham have a really nice run of fixtures as well. Newcastle, Leicester are obviously a tough one, but then Crystal Palace, Southampton. United, Leeds, Brentford in the first seven. I've gone in with Antonio. He's heavily owned. I know I know I've seen a few of you with um I think Antonio, I think Seamus has him as well. Um and Kufal, as you kinda mentioned there, Paddy, uh yeah. Um they're all valid options. Any any final words to say on West Ham, guys? Uh Seamus? Yeah, I mean, I have Antonio on my team now, but before I had Antonio on my team, I think Cameroon had Cavani or something like that. Um, I had Suchek in my team, actually, because uh, I was like, you know what, those fixtures that you mentioned are really good. Um, so I was like, I want to have one of these midfielders. Like, it's hard to tell who out of Benrama, Bowen, and Fornals, or maybe Lanzini, but generally, you know, um, Benrama, Bowen, or Fornals is one that, like, these guys go on kind of streaks. They're all kind of streaky players. They can get a, they look good. But, you know, Suchek, we were overlooking that he got 10 goals last year. He's well able to time. He's running to the box and Cresswell is still going to be whipping him balls. So if I decide, you know, I'm not going with Antonio, I might look at going back to Suchek, who I think with his price increase isn't this good value, but still offers. Uh, he, I still think he offers. I mean, we forget he scores 10 goals from midfield. You know, he still got 147 points last season. That's If he can replicate that again, he'll be worth it doesn't matter if he's gone up and he's not yeah. as good value. So I was thinking I might, I, I'd rather go with him who was reliable for me last season than go, you know what? Bowen or so Ben Rama. I just Cresswell? feel more comfortable. He was, fucking putting, he was setting your uh, game week scores oh, on yeah. fire last week, last year. It was excellent. Yeah, he was my boy last year. Yeah, well, look, yeah, as I said, if I'd come off Dean, Cresswell would right. follow him in. Because uh, I do think the fixtures are, are quite good. Um but at the minute, it's just on Dean. Uh, that could change. Like we could be talking here next week, and when yeah. I go, you did go with Crestwood, so it's not written. So, uh, Paddy, what about yourself? Any thoughts on West Ham? Any assets in? Well, yeah. Well, you know, I don't have any assets in at the moment. But if we are talking about West Ham, we cannot ignore the Bena Rama hype train that is starting to take off right yeah, now on huge, Twitter. Tony, 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 the bullet. Tony, is that his first name? No, that's just coined. I think it's it's but I mean, like, they, there is a lot of, there's a few nice stats there that was backing them up. Benarama, you know, nice price as well, but the hype it's, train it's, it's in full on flow. Benarama is, is fuck, it's I, in full flow. What is it based on, Paddy? I don't really get it. I mean, one goal, six assists last year. I mean, he looked good. With, uh, he got a lot of hype when he came up and he signed with um, He West signed Dan. from Brentford, didn't he? But, Seamus. 
Seamus, yeah, when, so, yeah. when Hindu monkey posts a hype train, we don't ask <laughs> questions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just get on board. Just fucking okay. just jump on board, you know. So is Ben Rama monkey's Actually, uh, hype train of this year? That's the hype train this year. He's done a few, you know, he's done a nice okay. trade on. I mean, like, I actually know? talked up Ben Rama last season. Uh, at some point, I thought, you know, mm-hmm. I've, and that didn't fucking pan out. But I was saying, like, he does, you know, he looks lethal. You were just a season I'm, ahead, Jerry. You're just a season I was, ahead. I was time. born before my time. That's classic, Jerry. But um, no, I mean, I'm with you. My question, like, would be, I would like to see a bit more of him. Um, and I am going to go in with Antonio, yeah. so I am going to spend that 1.5 more, and uh, you know, just kind of see so, what Antonio is locked. Well, he is until the Europa see, League. See how long yeah, he's exactly actually locked until he goes down the first twenty. So, minutes. Yeah. so are you, are you going to be crying? You know when Wilson outscores your Antonio. Uh, uh, two of you saw Antonio, are you? Let's let's, so let's see. Yeah. We've got two more well, teams. Yeah, so we've got a we've got a little me versus you with the old striker there for next week. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, Fuck it, you can't wait. One fucking one match, one match. We're tears. running so fucking long, and I if you've stuck with us this far, fair play to you. But uh, it's preseason. We gotta we gotta indulge a little bit. We haven't talked yeah. about this as a group yet, so we got one more match left. Two more teams: Spurs and Man City. Um, Spurs, <laughs> Man City match. It's something like I don't really want a whole lot of action in on game week one from an FBL point point of view. I am going to be looking forward to that match, and uh, I think Spurs in general offer, you know, like I mean their their fixture run is pretty decent after the City thing. They got Wolves, although maybe that's weird for uh, Spirit of Santa to go back to, but they got Wolves, Watford, Crystal Palace. Like, they are three fixtures that I wouldn't mind targeting a little bit. Um, but do either of you kind of see them as a team to kind of go in on for game week one? Uh, Paddy, what about you? Have you been looking at any Spurs? Especially with... I keep looking. I keep looking at my team, Jer, and I have no Spurs. I have no City, and I keep thinking, like... No, you know what, I'll be honest, I'm not mm. even missing looking at them, to be honest. You know, I'm, I'm looking at my team like I'm quite happy not having them. I know there's a lot of talk with Son, you know, the, the numbers are looking good for him. And, of course, Mahrez can't be overlooked. I think he's he's going to start this first couple Easy. of games. But, nah, well, that's, what, that's That's my question. What yeah. about you, Seamus? Uh, Spurs, uh, any interest? Um, no, I, well, look... Not really. I, again, new manager, kind of wait and see. I want to see how the Kane scenario plays out as well. Um, because I do feel like, you know, he's been hankering for a move. He's kind of played his hand fairly poorly. Maybe he just settles on and goes, okay, I think I'm that's here the most year. likely scenario. But, me, but on, yeah. yeah, I mean, he could play reluctantly. Um, will he be available for the City game? Maybe. But is that even going to start with Kane? Well, look, according to this, 22.6% yeah, of the game are going to start with Kane. of the registered players. Yeah. yeah. That's that's crazy high, you know. Um, and you've got another three million kind of like other players that are going to join, and you know they're the casuals that are going to join now. Yeah. So that his ownership is going to be like forty percent. So yeah, again, this could be like last season where he could end up punishing me. And look, Suns is twenty percent. Suns is the player I'd want. None of their other attackers really interest me. I mean, you could make a case for you know Deli Ali might all be all interesting one to watch, yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, but. I, I, if I had was able to get the budget, Sun would be who I'd like. Um, the defenders, they're actually being priced really well. So someone like Doherty for five million could be really good. But 
Yeah, it depends. It's a wait and see. It's a new manager. Spurs are a bit of a, a bit of a shit show, to be honest. Now they 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 just have to get this painful rebuilding process that they put off for so long. That Pochettino was saying is going to have to happen. Put it off. It's going to have to happen now, and it could be painful. So, yeah, again, wait and see. I'm not going to start with any of them, even if Kane does stay, sign a new contract, he's not sign a new speech, contract. whatever. Kane still has four no. fucking years on his own. <laughs> No, but my point, my, my point, my point is, if he yeah. put to I, bed all the rumors, transfer rumors yeah. and stuff like that, somehow, if he put his, I'd if he put his toys back in his pram, um, no, I get you. But yeah. last season, I did the same. I said, I'm not going to put that much money in the forward line. It kind of weakens my team elsewhere, and it really, really bumps. Yeah, I think you me. had so Kane by game week we'll four. We'll see. I'm saying I'll make the rest of us. Yeah, I said I'd like I'd find money for Lukaku. So why wouldn't I find money for Kane? Although Kane is twelve point five, that's a different. That's obscene. Part. It's obscene. No, I'm definitely not going from this series. Fair enough. Too fair much. Enough. Um. All right. Quickly on Man City, last team of the of the the episode. Uh, for me, um, I'm very tempted by Diaz. I think any City defender is a solid option and will be for the entire season. Their fixtures are pretty like. I mean, obviously, game week two to Norwich is is fantastic, but they've got Spurs and Arsenal either side of that, following followed by Leicester. So, I mean, four pretty nasty. Like, I mean, let's just call them out: City's opening fixtures: Spurs, Norwich, Arsenal, Leicester, Southampton, Chelsea, and Liverpool. That's not a great run of fixtures. Now, it's a fixture list that I can see City, you know, winning seven of those. You know, seven of those seven matches. It wouldn't be surprised me if City won them, um, but. In terms of investing in their FPL assets, like it's hard to call those results, you know, clean sheets wise and stuff. Um, any thoughts on City, Paddy? Just there when you when you call it the fixtures, they're not no. they're not the best, they're not the worst. But when you're looking at six million for fucking mm. for Diaz, and you're looking at Trent for you know, you know everyone's gonna have Trent, I suppose. But I mean Liverpool's fixtures are so juicy compared yeah. to that. I don't know, like Diaz, he was brilliant last season. Luxury, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're you're definitely sacrificing another area of the team to bring him in, and in the hope that those mediocre fixtures, you know, turn into to big points. So for me, not just yet. I'll be waiting for a, a better run. You know, maybe to move to Diaz. I'm with you. I'm so, with you. So I, I think like that's probably where I'll end up leaning. Although that game week two one, we're going to need a pretty big sofa to hide behind. What about you, Seamus? Any thoughts on City? Um, thoughts on City. I kind of, I think it was on Twitter this week, and I kind of did a bit of a tread in it. I was like, I'm kind of either going to have three City. I can't decide if I want three City or zero City. I kind of started leaning towards the zero city. I looked at it and I was like, their highest point score last season was Ederson with 160 points. Um, like none of their defenders and midfielders got above that. So you're like, well, why are we spending like, a, why do we have to spend 12 million on De Bruyne or 11 million on Sterling, you know, to get or you know, 8.5 on their only forward in the game, Jesus, um, so far. Like 9 million on Maris even seems overpriced for his 145 point return yeah. last season. Mm, you know, that's... Grealish is their most owned player. I just I, they rotate too much. It's Pep Roulette, yeah. and they don't get enough minutes. I, I broke down. I was like, how could they? No one get higher than that. Like Gundogan was their highest outfield player, 157 points. That's because he got 13 goals. We all know. Can he do that again this season? I don't think so. Be, well, not necessarily because now they've got more attacking players. 
you know, their minutes between Foden, Sterling, include and now include Grealish into this. They're going to be diminished further. Um, Mares, I think, is going yeah, to I think start. Is there, but I think Grealish will have effect on Gundogan a little bit. You have to imagine that he's going to be, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's not, it's it's like this. Um, give me three nailed play- like you've just gave us Ederson there. He was was he the highest scoring player on the, on the city team? Yeah, did you say? Yeah, yeah, points. because because if they don't rotate him. But who are the other fucking three nailed? Give me three nailed players from City in each position or whatever. DS DS is the most nailed. Like if I yeah. organize, I, and I did this by um by minutes. I'll just go by minutes last season, yeah, excluding yeah. Jack Grealish. Um, like they only had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players who played over two thousand minutes last season, and of those, like. Of those, they had one. They had no players that played over three thousand minutes. No outfield players that played over three thousand minutes. They had only three players that played over two thousand five hundred. So Diaz played two thousand eight hundred. Yeah. Rodrigo two thousand seven hundred. He's not an FPL option. Exactly. Yeah. A whole defensive midfielder. Uh, and then Sterling, surprisingly, was their third highest minutes. But he's eleven million. Yes, you're not going to pick like, him. Like he's still only playing two thousand five hundred minutes out of. 3,400 minutes. And you, would take, and you would take De Bruyne over Sterling, obviously. Not for 12 million, I wouldn't. No, exactly. Yeah, got, so you, you that, got, yeah. And that, I think Grealish is going to take... Yeah, Grealish is going to take... Um, not take some of his creativity away, but you can imagine, you know, he'll probably take some of his assists. You know, he'll probably want spreading the true ball there and stuff like that. I think yeah. they're just going to focus on Champions League more. This is what they want. And I think... Yeah, look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll start blowing teams away four 0 five 0 more regularly. But well, well, if you want to make know. points, if you want to make points with City, you're going to have to you're going to have to watch their fixtures. You're going to have to jump on the players at the right time, the right fixtures. You know, that's that's the way you're going to have to play that's City. You, you're not going to have you're not going to be able to fit these big players into your team. You're going to have to wait till you know. Okay, De Bruyne was rested against fucking such and such. He's we all know he's going to play this week against fucking whatever Chelsea or whatever and that's the way it's going to be or if he's rested against a big that's team it. it makes that's, it really hard to, to that, pick a that's captain. how you'll make points on City you're not going to make points on them by just having KDB or having Grealish is going to be rotated Foden's going to be rotated there's too much money to, to mess about with you know and our our bench Paddy that like you're making an excellent point but our bench is so weak at the start as well we've got all these 4.0s and 4.5s on the bench we probably only have like one maybe two playing players really yeah. Um, or at least players that we want to play. So, like, if you get De Bruyne and he doesn't play, and De Bruyne isn't going to play game week one, I don't think. Well, yeah. he's flagged and he's unlikely to play. Foden definitely won't. But you get one of these players they don't play, then you get crap off the bench. So I can see myself more likely waiting and targeting specific fixtures where yeah, that's, that's Norwich it. are playing. They're playing Norwich in game week two, and I just kind of go, you know what? My game week two transfer is going to be to get in a City player. Um, but who I'm going to get, I don't know. So I could kind of go with, you know what? I'll have I'll get Maris in that game if it looks like he's going to play. If, yeah, if, and and at that, that you're going to play. You're going to pull your hair out. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the thing. And at that, you're going to have to, you know, at the expense of maybe a Bruno or uh, another high-priced um, player. You're going to have to sacrifice him that week to jump over to a City player, hoping that he will play. But you're just going to have to play them by fixture. You're going to have to know who City have rested the week before. You know, you, you can do it. I know it's, it's a bit of a I might avoid him all season. I might avoid him all season. Well, we don't know I might, yet. Try, I, might, I might try and come up with a strategy where I go, however tempted you are, Seamus, just avoid Man City because 
you're just going to use all your transfers, transfer them in and then transfer them out next week. And unless, as I said, they kind of go through a spell where, you know, they, they beat Spurs 3-0 and then they beat Norwich 5-0 game week two, then I'm going to be like, well, fuck this. I'm going to have to start getting the answer. They beat Arsenal 2-0. You're like, Jesus, they're smashing We just teams. got our second soundbite but, of the episode. Uh, I'm going to have to avoid Man City all season. <laughs> 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 I may do it just to be stubborn. No, like, and if you couldn't do it with Hazard, you're actually, never going to be able to do it with anyone. You were so against that guy. But <laughs> well, what about you, Chair? Where are you? On? I think you, you both covered it very well. Um, I don't agree with the with the like you need to jump on City at the right time. I think I think with City you need to just have him or don't have him. Um, like the likes of a Diaz, I think Diaz oh, needs no. to sit in your team. For the whole, like that's 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 yeah, the way I do enough. it. Same with KDB. I'm not going to be transferring in a, a 12 million uh, option, you know, for a, a couple of weeks. It's going to be in my team for ages. But I'm not looking at anyone right now. So as I said, I agree with Bodhi. Um, their fixtures are shite. I've no problem looking elsewhere. And if it means I get to invest a bit more heavily in the red side of Manchester, then that's always going to make my um my my game weeks a little bit more fun. Um, you know, speaking as a absolute uh bias many United fan um but i think we covered the two the, the, all of the fucking matches this has been ri- ridiculously uh complex did not expect it to go on as long as it did i thought we were making great time but i promise you your drafts and we're going to get your drafts um it's all set up first is seamus we're going to keep this short and sweet but um patty you've got the just so you can Very you've sweet. got the draft in that group chat so you can get a look at, at, at what we're talking about there for those of you at home seamus's draft is up on the screen now he's got backman in defense shaw white alexander arnold dina as he's back for Greenwood, Fernandez, Salah and Mount as his midfield four, and Ings and Antonio as his front two. His bench features Foster, Veltman, Hayden, and a four point five Obafemi uh, uh, as his uh, third striker. So, anything you want to talk about in your team, Seamus? Like, if I was just to look at this right now, I think it's a pretty solid team. You've pretty much talked about the likes of Mount. I would be worried about Greenwood, but I'm sure you have, you know. You've taught that true, and and you, and you're able to justify that to yourself at the very best. <laughs> yeah, I look. I the way I looked at it, I went right. My kind of nailed on season keeper, so to speak. My premiums are Alexander Arnold, Fernandez, yeah. and Salah. Um, I like United's fixtures for the next few weeks. So uh, you know, at least the first game, six game weeks. So Shaw was in there. He's a lock each week. There's four of my starting eleven each week. Um, I won't talk about the keepers. I just wanted those 8.5 keepers and I just thought that's the best combination so yeah there's five of my starting 11 starts each week I think Ings is the best Aston Villa option I think he's the best probably striker or fixtures mm-hmm. for the first three you know you want to play like uh sorry I don't want to spend too much on it but basically Watford they're playing two of the promoted teams in the first three and the other game is a home game against Newcastle so he's got to be in there I'm surprised I don't have more so yeah the the risks then I took around the team the differentials to kind of make up the points are going to be basically Mount, Greenwood, and Dean. Those are the kind of positions that may change. And Antonio may change as well. So those were, it might change around the fringes team. Those four players. Dean could become Cresswell or West Ham. Could also become an Aston Villa defender. Um, Antonio could become Wilson or could be Tony. Could become one of these kind of players. And yeah, two 7.5 midfielders would allow me to go down to Rafina and then up from Greenwood to someone who's 8.5 like Havertz or... <laughs> Down from Mount, down to as I said, some like Smith Row and move Greenwood up even more to someone nine point five. Couldn't quite get to Sun, but you know what I mean. There's flexibility there. I have the money in the midfield, and I, as I said, I think Greenwood's going to start the first first few. Um, yeah, 
I think Martial will start the season up front for United, but I don't think he'll last there. And I think uh, Greenwood will play. But that might change. I said Greenwood was Cavani. And Mount could change too. But Fair enough. Yeah. I think it's a strong team. I just want the Chelsea cover. Yeah, I think you, sh- you shared a draft in one of the group chats there a couple of days ago, and it wasn't this, and I didn't like it. Um, but this looks like pretty strong. Um, I can see like a lot of positives to that. Before we whip yours out, Paddy, do you have any comments to make on James's team? No, I, I really like Seamus's team, and I love the Mount pick, and that having that Chelsea coverage is uh, is pretty sweet. And I've seen a few Mount teams, and I do like them. Uh, fair enough. Uh, thumbs up all around for you there, Seamus. I'm sure that'll make you sleep easier tonight. Paddy, you're up next. Put your head in the chopping block. You got your... Go on. Well, yeah. Uh, well, like like Seamus there. Seamus, I have the same back line as you with uh, Shaw, Dania, White, yeah. and Trent. Um, my goalkeepers, I have uh, Sanchez and Bachman, which I'm quite happy with at the moment. Um, Fernandes, Rafinha, and Salah are my uh, three midfielders. And something I'm, I might be looking to tinker is the Rafinha, maybe, because of the the match, the first game against United. But there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money tied up in that midfield. Uh, my strikers I'm quite happy with, with Danny Ings being, of course, the best Aston Villa asset, I believe, as well. I have Calvert-Lewin, who's got a little you know, injury doubt over him. But if it's only his fucking toe, he should be all right. Uh, playing Southampton, who are going to be relegated. And uh, I've got uh, mm. Wilson. I'm quite happy with Wilson as well. He's kind of my little, you know, differential pick. And my subs, Basuma, Noble and Beltman, could all do with a little bit of work. And something I will probably look at before the deadline. Fair enough. Um, initial toss for me, Paddy. Like, I, there's a lot to love about it. I would... I do have an issue with Bachman uh, and Sanchez. I think... I think especially the likes of Backman, I'm not 100% sure he's even going to be guaranteed a starting role. Uh, I mean, like he will be guaranteed a starting role, but there is talks about him moving and there's a little bit of doubt. So I definitely would be worried about ha- having him as my second goalkeeper because you just don't want to be using a transfer on that. Uh, but there is 5 million there, yeah. like 0.5 million that... Uh, you know, it's it there to be used if you needed it. The rest of it, like I can't really complain. Like Basuma and Noble, they're your four point five uh, nothing midfielders. Like I like the formation, um, and I like the defense. I do like the Wilson shout. Calvert Lewin remains to be uh remains to be seen whether or not he'll be starting. But I think yeah, the biggest flag for me would probably probably be the the two four point five keepers. But you know, you do you. Um, Seamus, you any thoughts? I think it's a super team. Uh, looking you at say it there. super or stupid? Part of my... Um... Oh. No, super. I thought you said stupid. That's what I was fucking laughing. <laughs> I should have just... Uh, yeah, heel, heel turn, turn last minute. I think it's a stupid team, Paddy. <laughs> oh, a steel chair over the back of the head. Fucking team. He's waited oh nearly two God. hours to absolutely <laughs> shit on Paddy. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, said it. I think it's a super team. I like the um, going for three... Um, you know, strikers, three good strikers there, like Ings, Calvert-Loon, and uh, Wilson. And obviously, you know yourself, like if Ings, or not Ings, if Calvert-Loon is a doubt or unlikely to play, I'm sure you'll change that to like Antonio or Tony or something like that, which gives you the extra money then to, if you want to upgrade your fourth midfielder or upgrade Rafino. So, you, you know, if you if you went from, if you made that 0.5 difference that you mentioned by going for Foster or something like that, or whoever is your second keeper, 
Um, and then you made another 0.5 saving by going Calvert-Lewin to Antonio. Then that extra million gets you mountain midfield for Rafinha if you wanted it, you know, or Greenwood, or you know, or Jota, or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. You know, man. you have you have options. Although I I do think, you know, I did think at the start of the season that uh, Calvert-Lewin could be the best striker. He could emerge with the most points from the forwards in the first few weeks. But I'm yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant on that now. So I'm now kind of thinking, I don't know. That first game against Southampton, though, I, I don't think I, I think I'll probably end up going in with Dean. Just because of that fixture, so yeah, yeah, it's good team. It's a great team. Oh, thank you, Seamus. And uh, like you say, there's a few, there's a few pounds to move around. I do have 0.5 in the bank as well, and uh, I think you're dead right there, Jer, on the backman. I will have to revisit that. And anyone who probably has backman, yeah, I don't want to well be shitting on the 4.5, the two 4.5. No, you're not. If you're I am, not. I would go probably a different 4.5 just because yeah. of the backman uh, no. potential. To, to lose his position yeah. but yeah um, look it's been thumbs around off, uh, as well for you Petty there we go um, last but not least is myself um, nothing major I got the Backman Foster double up uh, in the goals I've got Trent Veltman Shaw and Amarty uh, uh, with, alongside Ailing as my five defenders in the midfield I've got Son Rafinha Salah Fernandez, and then up front I've got Ings Antonio I've also got Gilmore and Abafemi sitting on the bench. So, I mean, obviously, first things first, before I let, I pass it over to you to crucify me, I just did this today. Amarty, Son, they were kind of, just to see if I could get the Son, I don't really intend on starting the game, the season with him, but that's what I would have had to done to make it, you know, to make it worthwhile. <laughs> obviously, we spoke about Zimitkas as well, um, you know, as a potential 4 million defender, so that would give me an extra Liverpool player. I don't know. But um, you're looking at it there, lads. Um, Seamus, I'll let you, you cut me up first. No, again, I really like it. I mean, you've got the, You've got the two strikers, or the same two strikers I have, so they're obviously the strikers I like. Um, you've got Salah and Fernandez, but you've also got Son in there too. Um, you know, to accommodate that, you've got the sacrifice and defense a small bit, um, but you still have Alexander Arnold and Shaw, so you're, you're doing well there. Yeah, a bit light on Amarte, Veltman, and then Ailing, but you know what? There would have been a time we would have been playing where it would have been literally one six, 6.5 million striker, and the rest would have been all 4.5s. Not too long ago. So, this um this actually isn't too bad. It's probably good to not everyone has to go like two premium defenders and uh, five five point five million defenders. So this is this is a good team. Amarte, as I said, can start off. Uh, you got to just make sure your defenders rotate in such a way because you're going to be playing mm-hmm. four of them that you can get kind of two good play two uh, good players there playing it all. And you got to factor in that Amarte will be out of the team. You know, as soon as yeah, back. this will not be my final draft, I know that, but it's it's as close as I got to today. Paddy, um, you want to cut me up as well? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll cut you up. Uh, Jer, um, I but, do like your team, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bot you, of course. Uh, Jer, you got the highest um, overall rank uh, last season yep. between the three of us, but going into game week one, I feel that me and Seamus' teams are stronger. And we will, at the moment, would probably score more points than, than That's your a very team. diplomatic way of putting it, and I can't say I disagree. Um, but the difference is, yeah. you motherfuckers don't have sun sitting in your team. And this is... Yeah, but that's, that's a lot of It is, and he City. won't be there for City. He'll... Like, I, I just didn't want to have the same team as... I just didn't want to have the same no, team no, as Seamus coming up that, tonight. Yes, I've cut your... I've Cutting your fucking team up for I got, what I, I see what I right now. So fair enough. Yeah, right. Son, Son, Son is a good record against City. Like I think he's got like in the league some like 
four goals in eight or ten appearances, something like that. So he's, you know, he's got goals again. There you go, Statman Dave. The Statman Dave's back Well, like he was cut deep with him last year. I believe he got sun out before the City game and he scored in it. Maybe it was the Chelsea game and I'm mixing him up. It's that's a, a dirty blow that's, that's what this is all about bear. this is that's what this is all about dig. this is a whole podcast it was originally called FPL Dirty Digs but people kept saying Dirty Dicks and they, it was a whole different uh, algorithm <laughs> that we were operating on uh, <laughs> but okay no I uh, I didn't uh, I didn't say that was you know was it you no, that sold you definitely did something the... with Son oh my god like the, the scandal scores, here uh, a quick breakaway goal in a classic Mourinho fashion I remember it now but maybe I'm mixing up Oh, I did, like. I mean, I, I I did sell him. Like, I had him in when yeah. we all had them all in, and then I came off them. And you know, he definitely did continue to score some goals. So when he did score against whatever team it was, I was like, oh, that, that's not ideal because you know I just sold him. But yeah, uh, Seamus, uh, I, I don't know against Man City. Seamus, I am now under the impression that uh, Jer only put Son in his team to just try and <laughs> dig you out about something in the past that that, that may have hurt you. I think he. He's pl- he set you yeah, up here just for pain. I just want to bring someone just to can throw one more sh- bit of shade at Seamus before he starts dominating oh, the season. And I have to go back into my shell again. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. Cheers, um, but look, lads, we'll wrap it up. Um, it's been an hour and fucking nearly two hours by the time we're done. Um, bef- but every podcast has been that long for yeah. going through fixtures. Like, we're not going to... 100%. This was a kind of a special pre-season uh, yeah. episode. And it was great to actually get three of us talking normal. Yeah, the Menage a Trois uh, episode. So, Bef- before I wrap up, though, I do want to just point out the Mini League code. It's been floating around the screen, but if you've been very patient, uh, audio listeners, for this episode, yeah, you might want to know and join the league. Um, the Mini League code is PC0861. That's politically correct. 0861. Um, there'll be the usual prizes you know winner uh, of the whole league will get a mug um last year's winner i will be sending you an email this week so check your spam folder and and um yeah in general just get in there the more there is the more you know the more better crack there will be um but that's the code pc0861 i'm going to throw it over to you Seamus um do you want to tell everyone where they can find us and maybe wish wish everyone good luck yeah look you can find us on twitter um, I'm at FPL Drunk. The podcast is at FPL Hangover. Paddy, what's your hangover handle? I don't know that off by heart. Um, FPL Viking. Just at FPL Viking. Cool. I um, think so. Yeah. Underscore. Yeah. Underscore. Yeah. Uh, underscore at the end of it. That's right. At FPL Viking underscore. Um, yeah. You can email us uh, FPL Hangover at gmail.com if you want to go down that route. Uh, but certainly, uh, Twitter is going to be the best place to to find us. Uh, we're on all the major plat- podcast platforms and on YouTube. So like, rate subscribe and review excellent Paddy do you have any um, final words before we we toddle off to bed uh, it was a pleasure um, podcasting with uh, the, the three of us and it was also a pleasure meeting your beautiful daughter Ella highlight of my podcasting night tonight pretty bad yeah I'll, I'll get her on here someday oh she yeah she was getting too late so she had to go to bed yeah but she's got a fire in her eyes you can see she's she's born to be a, a, an fpl content creator 
But uh, yeah. yeah, no, I echo all them. And it's been great being on with you too. Um, Seamus has already given you all the dirty details. I will leave you now to enjoy the rest of your game week one uh, prep. It's only three or four days away. So enjoy it while it lasts. Because this time next week, we're all going to be crying and, and wishing we had a, you know, we were still in the preseason mode. Um, green arrows for everybody. Uh, enjoy the season. And God bless. Yeah.